anyway, as I was saying before I even pressed the record button, <laughs> you uh you just need to make PewDiePie money, like get PewDiePie viewers, just billions. Yeah. And I'm sure you can you don't have to buy tech. You can just hire like somebody that will sit next to you and do all of your <laughs> like production right there live on the spot. I mean that's all, you know. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I don't know about you, but it does not it feels like longer than a week has went by. Did this week why go slow for you? Um I don't know. Not not really. I feel like it's been longer than a week since we recorded. I know it hasn't. It's pretty much been almost an actual week. I mean, it's been you know eight eight days, so it's technically a week and a day. But ah, uh, that's what it is. That one day fucked me up. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I, see, that's one of those moments where I'm not sure if you're just if you're serious or if you're trying to make a joke about it being eight days instead of the normal seven days between recordings. No, I kind of remembered it as as we were talking. Like, yeah, it actually has been one more day since <laughs> it's been eight days instead of seven. But I don't know. In general, this week seemed to go by slow for me. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, guys and gals. Welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. Today, uh, we don't have a lot of time, Chris. I mean, we got plenty <laughs> of time. It's just. Well, we got plenty of time, but we also, we got, we got, we have a set amount of time. Not really, but we have a normal set amount of time and we had to have a fuck ton to talk about. Mainly on the top again. Uh, man, I know we discussed this in a week, but I, I, I just want to bring this up again, man. We're, this, this shit's about to get deep. <laughs> like progressively looking at the years starting yeah. with this year. Oh my god. From 1990 to 1997. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw this out for me as a personal. This is my peak years for games. For for me as a gamer for video games that were coming out, this is like my fucking shine time right here. This is this is when the bulk of Oh fuck yes, games were coming out, and not just me. We just have years coming up that have fucking hit after hit after hit, fucking yeah. gems and diamonds dropping everywhere. So I can't wait. So, folks, you're in for a treat. Starting, hopefully, starting with this episode. The next years in review episodes we have are going to be, they're going to be full. Not well, and not only are. Not only is it that the games that are coming out in those years great, but of course, increasingly more games are being developed. More games are being released. There's more consoles. So there's more to cover. So I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm eager. And of course, they, they don't even know about the other series that we have planned either. So I mean, this, man, we got a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah. Um, I guess I should start with my week before we do. Do we have any well actually from last week? Nope. Nope. Also, because this every podcast is somebody's first podcast, if you're wondering what the hell that is, we have a running joke on our podcast called Well Actually. It's basically our corrections corner. It's where we review last week. One, it's if our viewers send us stuff to the, hey, you said 
Super Mario World came out for the, the Sega Nomad, that's fucking retarded, then we would know that, hey, we made an error and, oh, shit, we misspoke. Or if we thought back and went, oh, man, I said something crappy or I got something wrong, I'll fix that. But to date, we have, like, maybe two fixes, and that was those were self-imposed, and they were just additions of stuff we forgot to talk about, so... Yeah. Pretty much still doing a perfect podcast. This is this is the quality <laughs> we bring to you every episode. Uh, I guess I, I I'm losing track of who started. Did you start your week last week or did I? I think, I think, um, I don't remember. All right, here's how we're gonna do this, Chris. All right, here's how we're gonna do this. We're gonna go in alphabetical order, and whose ever name comes up first. Goes first. All right, A, B, C. All right, Chris, go first. Okay. Thanks. Fuck, I lost it again. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, you can go first Sick if you want. Fucking... No. Doesn't really matter. No, no, it's, it's fine. All right. So it's been a, I don't know, not super busy week for me. Um, mm. But I've still got still got a decent amount in. Uh, by the way, have you been watching the Olympics at all? No, I'm okay. not a nerd. Really? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I've never. That was never a thing in my in my childhood. I, yeah. I think I watched some Olympic games here and there, like maybe with my family, but not not really with them. I was just in the living room there. Yeah, I don't. But I don't think mine ever watched it. I can't think of too many. I mean, I I I root for my team. I mean, I root for America, and I'm. I'm glad to see when they do good, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not athletic, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. it's neither condoning nor condemning. I'm indifferent to the Olympics. Yeah, I uh, I actually didn't realize it started yet. I knew it was you know this year, and it was the winter, so I knew it was soon. But I didn't realize it actually started like a week and a half ago or something like that. So mm-hmm. I just realized that like two days ago. So I've been watching off and on as I'm doing other stuff. Um, I mainly tune in to try to uh, catch, like, the snowboarding or skateboarding when it's, you know, uh, not winter. Uh, I miss the snowboarding um, this time. Oh, well. Yeah. But I just, I've been kind of watching it off and on just to see what was going on with it. Not, not anything really interesting there. The, uh, you know, uh, uh, curling is very complicated. Uh-huh. And I didn't know that until a couple of days ago. I've been seeing a lot of meme videos about it. I, I, I need to retract that completely. I've been seeing a lot of humorous videos about it, people having like brooms and pushing shit around. But eh. Oh, yeah, that's typical. I haven't seen any of that, but I'm not surprised. Uh, but anyway, so on the gaming side. Um, I want to I yeah. pause real quick, real, real quick. Uh, for the audience, in case you hear something in the background in the next five, ten minutes, it sounds like, I don't know, like a rocket ship churning up and about to destroy my house. <laughs> That's just my washing machine. I've, I know what the problem is. There's like a bearing fucking worn out and I'm too lazy and cheap to fix it. So, uh, I'm not dying and nothing's running my house over. And my, un- unfortunately, my house is not growing jet engines and about to leave the atmosphere, but. So I just want to throw that cautionary thing out there for you. So I'm sorry, Chris. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. It's all good. Um, so on the uh, D&D side, 
Uh, we haven't played since the last cast. That'll be happening this weekend. But mm-hmm. I had mentioned before how complicated the Pokemon system was. So I was looking into, you know, adjusting our levels and other stuff to try to make it more friendly to play and not as brutal as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing so, I actually took a look took a look at the other system because I had previously mentioned that they split off at one point, the developers of the system we were playing. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the other one, and their system is... Also complicated, um, but it <laughs> it seems better balanced, and it's it's complicated, but it's not as bad, I think. So I'm in the process of transitioning us over to that system, kind of doing a reset because we hadn't we only did like you know one session of however long it was, it didn't really accomplish anything. It was more of the you know introduction and all that. So we're just kind of reset reestablish our you know characters our players and go from there and hopefully it'll be a better uh, experience okay. um, i've just been developing the adventure for the normal D&D. Um on the gaming side i played a little bit more of pokemon ultra sun and you know i talked about being hesitant about getting a ultra version of you know one that I already had. Mm. And that definitely comes into play because I'm like, all right, don't care about the story. If it's not something new, I'm just trying to button mash and there's no skipping. Right. So I'm just mashing, mashing, mashing. Um, I actually transferred over uh, some Pokemon from my other game so that I would be able to get through faster and have a, you know, actual party from the start instead of having to build it up gradually. Um, yeah. So I have, you know, something that's that has uh, that's super effective against pretty much anything to come up with at this point. Um, so it, it's still too early for me to, you know, really determine uh, an opinion about the game. But it's certainly painful to replay what I've already played. Yeah, um, I find that from for me too. Whenever I'm playing, whether I have played the game before, well, primarily if if it's a brand new game. I start questioning at some point, like, all right, when is it, when is it okay for me to like, maybe start talking about this game? <laughs> like, when, like, when is it okay for me to go to start thinking I have a set opinion? And I think now, I think me and you now are in a different boat than, not in a negative way. We're 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 like a little bit different from just normal, non podcast having people because we. We could start talking about a game. I mean, somebody could. We could be talking. We could talk about a game right now in this episode, and somebody could only listen to this episode because it's the one that they came through in passing. And we're like, "Fuck near Automata. That game was fucking garbage." And they're like, "Yeah, I heard the points. I don't like that. I'm not gonna try that game." And then that could be the game that they fucking love. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I think if it was just me and you talking. I think I think I could give I could, I could give points, but I don't know. I, I think I kind of wait until I beat a game all the way through, before, or 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 until I've come to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm definitively done with it. Like uh, like Breath of the Wild, you know, like I'm not doing fucking all 100 percent of that game. But I wanted to wait until I was done with that, and also pull myself away from the game and be like, all right, you know, let the newlywed shit get out of me. Mm-hmm. How, how do I feel now that it's been gone? 
we're we're in a different scenario now. You and I about like reviewing games. Yeah. I, like I'm so sh- I'm so sheltered on what I want to say, but at the same time, I just want to blurb about it. <laughs> I just don't want to come across like Chris. This game was fucking great, man. I love this. I had so much fun. And then the next episode, man. I found this mission where I had to fucking <laughs> like kill kids. Fuck that game. I'm not yeah. playing that game anymore. And it's like, what happened, dude? <laughs> All right, forgot to silence my phone. My bad. It's okay. Um, but yeah, speaking of being done with games, I am now officially 100% done with Horizon Zero Dawn. Now, uh, when you say 100%, you mean you have 100% of the game. Yes. I have yes. in game. I have 100% the main game. I have 100% the DLC. I have all achievements for main game, uh, the update, which was the hard mode and new game uh, plus, and the mm-hmm. DLC achievements. So I literally have, I don't think, any other indicator in game of progression mm-hmm. beyond like maybe maxing out uh, modifications on stuff. So let me ask you. Let me yeah. ask you a quick question. And this is going to come back in a play later. I'll, I'll I'll delve more into it when it's my week. But okay. W- so you said you got the DLC for this game. That DLC was released back in 2017, sometime. I think. Yes. That was last year, right? Yeah. Did you did you buy the game with like a season pass, or did you buy the DLC separate later? In this one, I want to say it was a a bundle. Okay. And because okay. I got a, I got a heavy discount on the DLC, I know that. Right, right. How did you access that DLC? Like, how did you actually get it? Like, purchase it or in the game? No, like, like, how did you get it onto the game? Like, did it just come with it? And once you had the <laughs> game, it was just good to go to play, or did you have to like? You know, like some sometimes you get DLC, yeah. you have to like you'll get the game in disc form, but to get the DLC, you have to download it onto your PS4 or whatever console. Yeah, so this is a digital download from the start. So I, I downloaded Horizon Zero Dawn. I mentioned this some um, last week, but I downloaded mm-hmm. it. I played through, and I was almost done with it when I realized mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything DLC related. Yeah, and then I had to go and look, and I was like, did I not buy it? Because I could have sworn I did. You know, because I had a discount on it. That's the reason I bought the game at the time I did. Um, and it hadn't downloaded, so I didn't have any access to it in the game, even though I had it unlocked, um, and my, you know, PlayStation account clearly showed I have it. So it downloaded, and the next time I loaded it up, it was like, oh, hey, the level cap's now 60. You have these (laughs) things to do, and I'm like, great. I've, I had already started hard mode at that point, um, and was a bit of way through it. So when I finished hard mode, I was only like level 52 or something. So I just ended up loading my normal mode uh, save and playing the DLC on that. Wow. Um, Just to, I didn't want to deal with hard mode on the DLC. uh, Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy I didn't. (laughs) Uh, The DLC is pretty difficult. um, If you don't, if you don't have a good plan for the enemies. Mm-hmm. especially at the end of the DLC. It's like, oh, hey, here's a super powerful, you know, enemy you have to kill. And then there's more. So yeah, it's like, oh, hey, this boss literally took me like 20 minutes and I had two NPCs helping me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, that was rough. Good fight. Did it. Done. Move on. And then it's like, there's more. Yep. 
and that was that was rough. So I'm very happy I did not choose to play that on hard. Um, I'd already got my normal mode achievement, or sorry, the base game achievement, not normal mode, just base game on hard, yeah. or new game plus on hard. Um, so I, I did that. Um, I still stand by what I said. I, I liked the DLC a lot. Um, in some cases more than the base game. Uh, the, I had mentioned early on that I had yet to see a spear modification and that is because there are none in the base game. However, the DLC did add those. Nice. So that helped some, um, I didn't get any really super powerful ones uh, by the time I finished the DLC, so it's kind of... It helped some. I had like a total of 30% more damage, which is decent, but the spear is pretty underpowered compared to everything else that mm-hmm. you can do because you have to get in melee range. Right. And then you're choosing between swinging and dodging and all this, and that's a whole you know dance you have to do Dark Souls style. You know, mm-hmm. time everything... And then even the hitboxes aren't necessarily the greatest either. So sometimes you're like, that that didn't hit me at all, but you go flying, you know? So yeah, it's kind of frustrating. And aside from the enemies, you can essentially one-shot or knock down in one shot or, you know, knock them prone, whatever. You mm-hmm. typically don't want to do it a whole lot uh, on a, you know, actively fighting and swinging uh, enemy. Yeah, but it's better than nothing. Um, I had mentioned before. I'm trying to think of things I talked about before that I was made me hesitate or dislike or something. The modifications mm-hmm. do get a whole lot more powerful than what I was getting. Okay. I, I think at that point when I brought it up, I had only seen up to like 36 percent, but I got modifications that were up to 50 percent or something mm-hmm. like that. So it was a lot more, and the DLC added some unique modifications that you could find here and there in missions and quests and whatnot mm-hmm. that gave you a more powerful combination because it may be 50% of a stat or, you know, whatever it modifies, but nothing else. Yeah. Or it may be a mix of the two, but the unique ones kind <laughs> of gave you a better uh, mix, um, more powerful mixture of stats. Yeah. So they're a little bit more useful. Uh, on their respective weapons. So it was, all in all, uh, a lot of improvement mm-hmm. with the DLC, and I wish I'd had it from the start. So <laughs> uh, for those out there that are going to play Horizon Zero Dawn, get the DLC. I'm sure the game's going to cost you about the same with it at this point. So yeah. just get the DLC. It makes a much more enjoyable game. Uh, it goes to say, I mean... The man played it 100%, including DLC. It must be must be good. Yeah. Yep. Definitely enjoyed it. Definitely see, you know, how it's on uh, maybe top 10 for the year uh, list. Not, you know, game of the year qualify, yeah. uh, qualified specifically. But good up there. Um, we'll, ha- we'll have that discussion sometime. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to come up sometime <laughs> on the road. All right. So after that, I thought about going back to Monster Hunter World and then realized I didn't want to. So I haven't yet. Wow, really? Um, I just 
it's one of those things where I was like, all right, I need to give Monster Hunter World another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just come off Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. which is a, you know, uh, action adventure, walking around, hacking, slashing. Monster Hunter mm-hmm. World is much the same. I'm like, I kind of don't want to do that back to back. And I'm already wasn't super excited about the game at that point. So I'm like, let's take a look at what else I have. And I look up at my screen and my cursor was on Persona 5. I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. So I started Persona 5. (gasps) Oh, this is good. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I started Persona 5 on hard. Okay. I'm assuming you started on normal. I'm I, I'm usually usually put most of my games on hard. Did you do that for Persona Five? I I I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. All right. I, I may I may have because you weren't super stoked about Persona Five, and if you're on hard, that's probably the absolute reason for that. Yeah. So, I got to. You mentioned the palaces before. Mm-hmm. Um. I got to the end of the first palace, and it was impossible, essentially, at that point. Um, I want to say I was level nine, and I think I first went into it at eight or something, and then I died, went back, started at nine, uh, did at nine, didn't have any luck, and I was like, all right. At this point, I'm going to need to grind to mm-hmm. be able to beat this. Oh, yeah. And grinding in that game is not easy to do. At least not it's at this not point. It's not easy and it's not fun either. Exactly. Especially at this point in the game. I will say, later, I think it's probably a little bit easier. But at mm-hmm. this point, not at all. So I'm like, all right, what what am I doing wrong? I'm like, I got to the boss. I could kill you know, most of the enemies. There were some that were... Highlighted red when you use your little sight vision thing. So I clearly, you know, tried to avoid those. I killed a couple of them despite them being like level 16 things, um, which was really impressive and I was happy with myself about that. Um, mm-hmm. But that was really only due to weaknesses, I think, or debuffs or something like that, which yeah. apparently the debuffs and buffs play a huge part oh, in yeah. the game, actually, oh, especially yeah. on like hard mode and stuff. Because I did a I didn't debuff, but I certainly hit their weakness as much as possible. I mean, dude, they will fundamentally stop a battle. You can have five enemies on the screen, and uh, uh, Joker can be the first person in your lineup and have a magic and have a have a skill that will use a weakness. Use weakness, go again. Weakness, weakness, weakness. Oh, they're all down. Okay, what do you want to do? Take money, take take yeah. an item, or or get your power, and I'll take money. And then, boom, the fight's over. Yeah, and I'm not actually talking about the weakness. I'm talking about debuffs, like you uh, sleep them, paralyze them, etc. Um, I don't know if I've even done that yet. I hadn't. And because I have, I, I, let me put, let me correct yeah. that. I haven't had a need to because right. the, just all of them have weaknesses, and I just use the weaknesses, and boom, the fucking fight's over. But uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's an enemy you may not have run into yet, but you, I won't say it's impossible, but as far as I know, you likely cannot get his weakness at that point of the game. Um, well, 
I mean, I I may have because I've cleared the first cap, first palace as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, I uh, thought you hadn't ex- finished it yet. I'm excited for you to be talking about Persona Five because it, we're basically going to merge our meek our weeks on this topic because okay. I if I have finished the first palace of Persona Five and I've done probably maybe like an extra hour of stuff okay. past it. So and, we're pretty uh, we're pretty close on where we are then. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I gotta say. Um, I don't know, man. You must have fucking chunked some hours into that game because, well, okay. I Granted, I only played it for like two or three hours a piece a day, but it took me some time to even get to the point where I even could do the palace. And then I I bled that palace out for a while. Like, I, okay, I got to the point to where, and this wasn't planned, Okay, this was me. What I would do is I would go through the palace. Uh, spoiler warning for Persona 5. Spoiler warnings for Persona 5. Just in, in case All I right. sp- spoil shit by accident. But, <sighs> whew, I can't, I'm so happy we're talking about this. We're talking about the same game at the same time. <laughs> yes. Um, so I got into the palace. And yeah. number one, it's, it's all, for the first, day or two was just me trying to figure out how the fuck this even works. Uh, I barely, I didn't understand the actual gravity of the time limit because I just, I just, I was like, whatever, just get me in and let me go, let me go fucking dungeon crawl. Right. And then, uh, it would, I started a process. I started a repeating process. I would go into a palace. I would run around and do the normal exploring, kill enemies Try to grab some new personas, stock up on money, maybe grab some items, find out what items are good and bad, and then just go, well, fuck it, I'll just take money. Rarely, rarely fought enemies to the, like, hit points. It was all fucking weaknesses, which was in turn me bleeding out skill points and me bleeding out hit points. And when it would get to a point to where I had little to, I had no more skill points and I was dangerously on the verge of about to die, I would immediately go back to a save room and exit the palace. I'd go back in the world. I'd spend, like, maybe one day doing stuff, like maybe building a bond with a friend. Excuse me. Maybe doing some crafting. Maybe get some lockpicks. Go study a book, something. Uh, Go buy some items. Restock up on shit with the money that I built up. And then the next day, I would go back into the palace. I repeated this. All the way down the line, all the way to where I actually actually went one day further than what I was supposed to because I didn't didn't realize exactly what happens on the last day. It's like you don't go fight him the last day or any Mm -hmm. palace boss. You have to, like, put the thing out, and then then the next day it happens. So I had to go back, like, one save point and, and, you know, kick off one extra day, but... I rode that fucking thing all the way to the line. That's uh, yeah. See, up, let me I, pull up my let me pull up my account while we're doing this. I want right. to see how many hours I put into this thing. Yeah, and I'd be curious to see what difficulty you are on too. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm on. I, I may be on normal. I don't. I don't remember it being that difficult. Uh, I right. think most of the time, whatever I did, like suggestions, well, it let, would show that I was pretty much the same level as most people. Let me let me ask you this question: Did enemies almost always? Nearly one shot you or two shot you. Uh, fuck no. Okay, then you are not on hard. Yeah, <laughs> because literally every enemy, as long as I wasn't, you know, over their level. Of course, once I over leveled, they were easier. 
even then they were still pretty dangerous, but yeah, yeah. enemies would essentially two shot any character. Um, yeah. which is I had not some a later. I had some later down the road that would do that. Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the type. I'm trying to remember the type. I, I don't remember, but it was. I, I would get into a situation where it would be like two of those and two regular enemies, mm-hmm. and just the process of the fight going on. If one or two rounds went on, it's I'm I'm getting hit for like maybe twenty or thirty. I'm suddenly getting hit for 130, 140 a pop, and they're dead. <laughs> Like, I started having characters die on the field and having to, like, let them die out and bleed out and not get XP because I don't have fucking re- uh, reviving items and shit. Oh, yeah. man, it got aggravating. Yeah, so so you played it smarter than I did because I didn't realize how convoluted and annoying the palace would be. I was like, <laughs> all right, I will spend, because you get, like, what, three in-game weeks? Um, roughly, I'm going to say yes. Okay. So I was like, all right, I got plenty of time. So I, you know, got my character job, made some money, uh, started doing some other things, trying to, uh, raise other proficiencies and stats and whatnot. You know, your little skill up things, uh, Mm -hmm. doing some of those. And then I was like, all right, I, you know, look going through the, uh, equipment shop. I'm like, all right, this upgrade, this upgrade, good, I can afford that. And finally, I didn't even enter the palace until the six or seven day mark. Wow. So I go in there, and I'm like, all right, you know, kill, you know, some of the first enemies. I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad. And it just keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, hey, save room. Surely I'm, you know, making good progress keep going and i had act you can in the save rooms you know have your little conference and they're like how are we doing we still got a long ways to go oh um well maybe i'm not doing as good as i thought (laughs) and um when i exit the first time it you know checks off things you've done and i was at like three things (laughs) i was like i don't think that's good yeah um but yeah so i i pushed my way through and I, what I did, you mentioned, you know, till you're about to die, you went back. I actually saved, you know, as I progress, I'd save every time. And as soon as the battles got really difficult, I went back and saved and then I pushed until I literally wiped. Yeah. And then I would reload my, you know, save and go, okay, I can make it two more enemies and then I'm done because I'm mm-hmm. then out of SP. I'm not going to waste items at this point, which I did it throughout it because I didn't realize how important they would be so i wasted some early on until i realized that but then i was like okay back off the items i run out sp i'm done um and then it's like well if i need to ration sp then i have to rely on melee attacks melee attacks do like no damage on hard uh i i think i i actually looked this up because i was like all right i need a way to grind on hard and what I see for grinding isn't a good option. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. let's teleport to this room, kill the enemies outside, you know, going to the underground dungeon thing, which you can't even go back to until you've made a certain amount of progression. They won't, they literally, the, the NPC will not let you teleport yeah. down there. So I'm like, okay. So finally I clicked it again because I was very stubborn about wanting to go back down there and it let me. I was like, all right. So I went down there. There are whopping two enemies to kill. 
So I'm like, great. All right. <sighs> so kill the two enemies, teleport somewhere else, and, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. But when you Dude, teleport you back... you sound like you need to start this fucking game over and drop the difficulty. This is ridiculous. So you can change the difficulty <laughs> at any time. Oh, well, then it's never mind. The Do that then. Jesus. I did. I literally... You have nothing to prove, Chris. <laughs> I, you know, and the only reason I did it was because I was like, all right, I played Horizon Zero Dawn, and there was a hard mode achievement, and I didn't get it, or trophy, and I didn't get it because, you know, I didn't realize it was there, and you can't change the difficulty in that game, not that it would matter if you don't start with it, um, yeah. but I was like, all right, I'll start this in hard mode, don't know if there's achievement or not, because they're all marked as secret, and I don't want to spoil anything, mm. so I'm like, all right, don't know if it's there or not, whatever, so I just start on hard, and like I said, I got to that palace boss, and... I literally couldn't accomplish the little side thing because wow. I couldn't attack enough um, to do any damage because half of my characters were healing. Yep. And it got to the point where, okay, three of my characters are healing at some point. Yep. So I have no attacks going in there, so the boss is just sitting here damaging me, and every time, you know, I can't heal as much as they damage on hard because the attack may do 90 points of damage, but I can only heal 60. And oh, by the way, it was a team hit. So everybody took 90. So with magic, I can heal two for 60. And the other two get nothing or I have to use items on them. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a really bad way. So I attempted it three times. And on the third, um, I'm not sure if you died on the boss or not. But after you die, it actually gives you an option to go back in time a week. Um... I didn't die on the boss, <coughs> excuse me, but because of the the way that my time was set up, mm -hmm. since I went over a day, oh, right. that counted as a loss for me, and I had to go back a week, and I was like, yeah, no, that's not happening, so I just reset the game and went back to an older save. Yeah, so I actually went, okay, I'm obviously underleveled, I did some stuff wrong in the last week, I went back a week in time, mm -hmm. started saving in a different slot, just so I wouldn't, you know, in case I wanted to go back. Like, all right, so I started going through it again. Um, and I hadn't even entered at that point. Because, like I said, I didn't enter until the last week. So when it pushed me back a week, I was at the point where they're like, hey, you want to go in? And I was like, yes, let's go in. <laughs> so I had to sit mm -hmm. there all the time. I was fortunately able to fast forward and skip and stuff. But So I got through and I was playing for maybe another hour, two hours. Um, I made it. And, of course, when it put me back a week, I was like level five. Whereas at level nine at the boss, you know, so I'm like, wow. man, those four That's levels weren't hard, weren't weren't easy to get. Yeah, so, no, not at all. I made it up to I think level seven, and I'm like, all right, I know it's only two more levels, but I still have a lot to do in here. I have been smarter about my money and items, and you know, what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's gonna take me a while to get through this. Mm. So I was like, all right. So I actually went online. And started reading, you know, some posts about hard mode and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there were multiple people who were like, yeah, I got to the first boss and changed it back to normal. Yeah. It's just, they were like, I was level 11 and, you know, couldn't beat it and stuff. And I was like, I'm level 9? Yeah. Um, if and I have to I, grind yeah. two more levels... That's I just I just saw that on my save file, which is the apparently the only thing I can check on the PS4 without having the game installed. And I was level nine when I beat the boss. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah. So I changed it to normal. I was right before the boss when I did this, so I'd already, mm -hmm. 
Uh, or no, you know what? I was still going through. I, I hadn't entered for the day or something like that. So yeah. I was level nine because I loaded that save on normal. Went through. Enemies were a joke. I could mm-hmm. actually melee them and take very little damage, uh, if mm-hmm. any, depending on what the enemy was. So I just yeah. murdered them all, you know, for experience. Or, you know, hit weaknesses for money by trying to conserve my SP for the boss. Um, went to the boss, beat him in one attempt, and I was on my way. Yep. It was such a dramatic difference. It's like there should be something between normal and hard that is hard, yeah. and this hard should be something else. You know, very hard. And there's oh, act- Chris, you just need to get better, man. You know, there are actually posts that were like that. It's like, yeah, I beat it on hard on, like, level 7. It's like, I you see. are a liar. I you We're going to have that liar. discussion one day. I want to make that an entire fucking episode, but I can't fucking stand people that do that. I hate that. I hate that community of gamers. So, oh, I beat it on ultra hard. Uh, I don't fucking care. Like this, of all the things in the world to have a dick waving contest about, a fucking bleep bloop video game is not one of them. Yeah, and, and it's, but it's anyway, yeah. it's always worse when it's like, no offense. But you just need to get good or yeah. get better. It's like, really? No offense? I don't think that works like that. That's not, yeah. you know, it's not proper usage of that. And that's not, that doesn't help. Like, I got good at Dark Souls, the predominant starter of that shit, if not Demon Souls. I can tell you how I got good. I mm-hmm. can further on relay that information to other people and teach them how to get good. That is the way it happens. Not, oh, I used to get good. Okay, well, fucking Jack Dick, how do I do that? Uh, I don't know, man. Just, I, I just get good. Just get <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, fuck you. You're not, you're not helping at all. Yeah, so I, I looked at my uh, VODs, and I have roughly 15 hours in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It would be more, but on Tuesday, and again yesterday, but I wasn't in the middle of playing anything at the time, the uh, our power just went out. Oh man! So I was like, "Oh, great." Um, I had just saved, so I didn't really lose any progress. It was just the whole, "Okay, now I gotta wait on it to be stable because it flickered a couple of times. So I didn't want to turn the computers on and off constantly and let all those surges hit." So I was like, "All right, I wait for it to steady up." And I never even went back to the game that day because I was just annoyed at that point and was doing other stuff. Um, so. Aside from your harrowing, fuck this hard mode bullshit, yeah. tell me what you think about the game so far. Alright, so after taking it off hard mode, I'm enjoying the game so much more. Okay. Um, the first thing I noticed when I even loaded up the game since I was streaming it is that there are no volume options mm. in the game at all. Uh, I went through the menu, I was like, alright. I did the, you know, at the start menu, the options. I was like, okay, blah, 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 where's audio? No audio, okay. I guess I'll check in-game. So once I actually got the game loaded, I checked, you know, the in-game settings just in case they're different. They're not. So no audio, so I had to mute or lower the volume on everything instead of just lowering background music because that gets pretty loud at times um, and whatnot. Because normally what I do is I'll turn the background music down enough to where it's uh, barely... Uh, barely can be heard mm. and then I'll leave voice a little bit higher and sound effects you know at an in-between point so I, you know footsteps or whatever happens to be in that type of game you know sword slashing when I you hear um, and of course the dialogue is 
one of the most important parts. So I want to make sure that's heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are no audio settings. Uh, the art style is an interesting choice. Uh-huh. Um, the way they did the menu like that instead of a normal, you know, list based menu or even something, you know, different, but still flat. They pop mm-hmm. out a lot, you know, with their, and it's even a mix of styles too. Yeah. Cause the cutscenes actually go full anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end game is very vibrant. Yes. Um, that red, black and white theme of the game, uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of gray in there, too. But it's just a very interesting choice of art, and I think it works for the most part. Um, the menu, I wish they toned down a little bit. But overall, I mean, it's interesting. It's it's definitely one thing that sticks out to me. Um, it it ha- I don't know why. I wish I could give you reasons why. I don't know why. But it doesn't blow my fucking mind. But I do acknowledge the stylistic choices of this game. I do acknowledge how stylistic it is. Like yeah. the title screen. Like the menu screen. Like the battle, the way the battle menu is set up. The way the victory uh, scenario plays out every single time. Uh, the music is incorporated well. The sound design, all that. It's all built with a very, it's got its own fucking life. Yeah. It's not the greatest thing since sliced bread for me. It's not the, you know, five out of five for me, like people tout it to be. But I, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I like this. Mm, it's I do, different. I do, li- I do like this. This is, this works out very well. Uh, I guess because of the way that the old personas were, I think that's something that people like, they, they relate to. They look at the menu, they look at the stylization of this game compared to old ones. I'm assuming, I'm totally assuming. And and apparently this is more appealing to me. It's more appealing. Period. Like I, I like the way it's I like the way it rolls. So. Yeah. The one thing I will say about the you know in combat menu, overall I like the way they did it with the different options. You know, based on buttons and stuff. The mm-hmm. one thing I wish they would not have done is put an action on the same button as accept. Yes. So. I agree. I go back from the persona menu and I accidentally hit X and there's no confirmation. So instead mm-hmm. of, you know, going back to the persona menu or going to whatever else I wanted to do because I was spamming X or whatever trying to get back or even, you know, cancel, I end up doing a different action than I wanted yeah. to do. And I was still on hard at the time when this really happened to me more than once. I couldn't afford that. Mm-hmm. You know, doing a melee attack when I actually wanted to go heal because I, you know, I was switching personas, I need to get to my healing one, and I went to heal, but I was spamming the button, you know, going through menu, so I hit X instead. There goes my heal. That character's yep. now dead. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I said, once I changed it to normal, more fun. Um, getting out of that first palace, more stuff is opening up. Um, have you unlocked the next area? No. Okay. Uh, not not the I next was... palace, but the next yeah. area. I don't believe I have. Okay. You, you will I probably know what I'm I, talking about. I, I can tell you specifically what I have done. And again, we're in spoiler territory. If you just happen to come back, we're still talking spoilers. But okay. um, I went and sold the metal off. Yes. I did that. Uh, then we went and had the extravagant dinner where I was <laughs> yeah. eavesdropping on conversations. 
And I think the day after that is is where I last saved and I, I was done for the day. Okay. So that's as far as I've gotten. I think you're three days behind me, three or four. Yeah. Um, so another yeah, area. Pro- will probably going to be there for a while. Yeah. Another area. I mean, you said the game wasn't installed, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? You, you said you couldn't check it without the game being installed, or did you mean opened? Uh, I mean, I don't have the Persona 5 disc in my PlayStation 4. Oh, so, right. Yeah, yeah, Physical yeah. media. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes more sense now. <laughs> Inserted would have been a better word than installed. Um, just saying. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, the next area that will unlock on your next day or two is what I mean when I say I think grinding and leveling and stuff will be easier at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think the game as a whole is going to get a whole lot more enjoyable now. Yeah. Um, I hope so. Yeah, especially being on normal now. <laughs> I just I've, That's such a huge difference for me. I was absolutely miserable at that oh, point. No, I can understand. I don't... Uh, I'm stealing this phrase from somebody else that this... This game has not sunk its teeth into me yet. And I don't know why. I mean, I'm given this, this game for me is very, is very blase. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm playing through it, but nothing, I haven't found that fucking point in this game yet, Chris, that the fucking giant gear gets turned and the fucking mechanism as a whole goes, fuck yes, this is great. Right. I, uh, I'm in, I'm, with big quotes, I'm enjoying going through it. It's 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 nondescript for me. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very lukewarm about playing through this game. Nothing has made me go fuck this. This is dumb. This is boring. This is garbage. Like I said, the the aesthetics of the game are appealing. The story is is actually fairly decent. The voice acting is very good. I I'll tell you right now. I love Ryuji in battle. His fucking screams and hollers, like with the, mm-hmm. when he says Persona, the way he, <laughs> that he does it, and fucking, uh, oh, I think what is her name, Mona, the cat. Yeah. It, when when uh, Lady On, what what they have they have too many fucking names. What what is Lady On's? Uh, leopard? No. Is it Panther? Uh, Panther? Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That other cat. Whenever, whenever Panther does an attack, and Mona's like, "You're so gorgeous, Panther." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Dude, you fucking, <laughs> you fuck." I heard you the first thirty times. I, I do like the uh, when you do the all-out attacks. I do like the little splash screens they get afterwards. Those are amusing, especially yeah. for uh, Ryuji. Yeah. So, as a whole, I'm trying to. F- I'm I'm wait I'm still waiting. Okay. I'm waiting for what comes along, and I think I actually have a good idea for what it's going to be. Th- there have been games in the past. I I'll, I I kind of want to use Dark Souls as an example, but I actually enjoyed Dark Souls from the get go. Mm-hmm. Like the th- the difficulty of Dark Souls did not sway me away. I was enjoying the actual combat and getting into it. The game sunk its teeth into me. When I really explored the combat and tried rolling and tried uh, kicking and, you know, actually trying to get better at parrying, the better that I got with the game, the more I was like, oh, this fucking, this is it. This is a game. 
for Persona Five, I feel I I feel I have most of that game down, but one. And I knew this was coming because I've heard so many people talk about it. It's I'm finding it difficult to balance everything. Yeah, like there's so much fucking shit I want to do in a day, and I, th- th- dude, they will fast forward you through a day like nothing. Oh yeah, like it, you'll wake up and depending on what choice you make, it's now it's now Monday evening. Mm-hmm. Your morning and afternoon are gone. Psh, bye. It, Hope you didn't have a book you were wondering. It is so annoying for it to be like, all right, we should go to bed now, but you've literally done nothing. It's like, yes, let me go yes. tinker at the desk at least. You know, let me do the training or, you know, read a book or something else up in the bedroom. We've literally done nothing today. Yeah. Let's do something. But uh, I got I to gotta get I gotta get all this out so I can, I can get, my, get my thoughts straight. Right. Number one, I, hear, I can hear people right now going, hey, you're not going to do everything. I've I've heard that from many many people. It even says it in the fucking the the in between menus of the game. Take your time. The idea of this game is you're not going to be able to do everything that you want to in a day to the degree of there's going to be people who you literally fucking blow off and maybe even get killed because you just didn't spend enough time with them or you didn't do stuff. You've got to play this game just be you. Don't worry about going back in time and resetting time and doing this week specific. I'm playing that mentality. I'm, I'm I'm pretty good about doing that. I was really good about doing that during Mass Effect. You know, I just if yeah. I made a bad choice, I just fucking made a bad choice. But I just, I I start getting my mind starts getting foggy because there's so much shit to do and I don't know what I want to do or need to do. And then the things that I feel I need to do, I don't get enough justification behind it. Like if I'm in class and I I do one of the quizzes right and I get these two things that go up like a half of a pip, I don't feel I see those results. I don't feel like I see these things increasing and paying off yeah. even when I've done like four or five. Like I've trained him in his bedroom like four or five nights in a row and they've all been successful, but I don't see it increasing. And that goes for all the stats. So... When a game gives me feedback where it's like, hey, this grinding that you're doing is actually paying off, here's the result, it draws me in more. Mm. But I don't, it may be even a subtle thing. Maybe it's something that I have to do far, I don't know if I'm leveling, and then I'm going to get to levels where the enemy, the next level that I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm level 11, cool, here we go, and then I'm fighting level 13 enemies that all that grinding I did meant, meant nothing. And I don't mean grinding as levels, I mean grinding as like you're, your guts and strength yeah. and all that shit. It's there's there's so much of that shit to jumble that number one, I can't decide what I want to do, and then I I don't feel I get justification of what I did. That's one big problem, all in and all of itself. Another big problem is that the persona system as a whole, it may be me overthinking it, but I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm not getting that system down good enough. I'm fucking capturing personas left and right. They're they're higher level than than personas, lower level than personas. They've got different uh, qualities about them. They come from they have these the the different styles. What styles match up with what? What crosses? And then then you you can take them to the 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 fucking other the jail place, yeah. and they can merge to make other ones. 
How do you? It should, that whole fucking system right there, I am coasting through, and I feel like I am missing out greatly. That is another aspect of games that ha, that has happened to me before. A good example is Valkyria Chronicles. I went through Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles. I can't Valkyria Chronicles with a very blase mentality. Like I was, it was okay. It was fun, but when I got to the town and got to actually increase my stats and learn how to put things into my different uh, uh, my different qualities mm-hmm. and different traits. When that customization opened up, when I figured out and learned how to build that shit, the game exploded for me. I have gone to the extent now of have found like four or five actual somewhat pseudo-tutorial videos on this fucking persona system as a whole, and I hope that once I educate myself on it, once I smart myself up on it, maybe it'll be... There are times where I'm playing games, Chris, where I'm not doing enough, and I'm like, I'm going through battles. I'm not just talking about Persona 5, Mm -hmm. but there are times where I'm playing a game, and I'm like, man, why are these fights so hard? Why is this so hard? Why are these battles so difficult? And then I go look and like, oh, there's this fucking magic system here the whole time that I just blew off. Let me go read about this. And then I learned that. It's like, oh, shit. And they're like, yeah, you fucking dumbass. You could have been blowing enemies away by now. I have this feeling that that's what this persona system is doing. I feel like that I'm just coasting through with these personas and just doing the bare minimum and not 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 increasing or figuring out how to they'll tell me all the time when my persona when my characters increase, "Hey, now your persona can get even higher." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, but which ones? What, do, do, do I have to make do I have to merge personas to make that happen?" And it's for me, I don't know why, but it's too fucking confusing and I need to educate myself on that mm-hmm. whole system and I think when I do that will also help. So those are two big glaring problems for me right now. All right. Uh third I don't know. The <laughs> the game itself is ju- the game itself is just okay for me right now. Uh the story is okay. The 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 theme and the setting like nothing this this anime style style world is good. It is done well, but it's not it's not drawing me in completely. I I'm kind of having a pseudo. Uh, we just talked about a game that did this, where like, um, oh, uh, this. I'm kind of sort of drawing parallels to Black Flag. Okay. When I'm out in the world and I have to go do homework and have to go study and have to go do pull-ups and have to go find stuff to buy and have to go get a part-time job and have to do the menial bullshit, I'm like, this is, I'm, get me back in the palace. Hmm. But then when I get into the palace, it's very monotonous. There's, you, you fight the same types of enemies. Number one, you fight, let's say you're in an area and you capture. I know I'm gushing, Chris. I'm so sorry. I, I, I got to do this. I've got to fucking do this because now you can understand what yep, I'm saying. Yep, I'm taking notes. If I go into a palace and they're on like a given floor, there are five types of enemies. Mm-hmm. I only have to capture. I feel like I've only I only did capture one of every type of those personas. Once I have them captured, the capture you persona option to me is done. Mm-hmm. Now I have two left. 
So then I'll start from the bottom. I'll go, give me your items. And once I've learned that, okay, of you five enemies, only two of you give me an item that I really care about, everybody else is just going to give me gold. So really, I'm only in those battles for a little bit of experience and a decent amount of gold and and maybe some items. That that gets old after a while. Like, it gets, it gets monotonous. Also... Every single time that you fight a battle, it's the same exact victory thing. It's always Joker running around the field. That was really fucking cool the first five times it happened, but it's the same. They they mix it up a little bit. I know, like they have the, your side characters do different yeah. things. The camera will pick which one of those four they want to zoom in on, and they'll you, yeah yeah. But I see potential in in some things in the palaces that could be better, and it's just. It's it's a very stylized dungeon crawl. It, it doesn't take long for the veil to get removed away from me. It's cool when I go to a new floor, and it's cool when I start fighting new enemies. But dude, when I have to when I when I have to go in and out and in and out of the fucking palace because I have no way to heal myself mm-hmm. and no way to do this, it, it it gets old. Like I don't want to go through this fucking floor again and have to plow my way through these twenty enemies. Be, even though it's easy, even though it's easy to do it because they all have weaknesses and they're all bam, bam, bam. Okay, they're down. Give me your gold move. Yeah. Like that. I don't know. It could be me. Could be I'm a shitty player and there's easier ways, better ways to do it, especially with the persona system. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, the game is very lukewarm for me. The only reason why even us, me even saying lukewarm is an issue is because this game was touted as a fucking uh, a top 10 of 2017. It was a so, top three contender for game of the year. Exactly. So you got RPG I of the year. L- ex- yeah. As I, this is a, man, fuck your Final Fantasy, play this game mm-hmm. game. This is a, this series rivals Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest as far as RPG-dom goes. Play this shit. I'm playing it, and it's just okay for me. It's not because the game is bad. It's not because the game is broken. It's just this this is not my cup of tea. There's there's water, tea, and there's a, a fucking delicious drink. <laughs> Dark Souls is a fucking delicious drink. Uh, Superman 64 is a fucking glass of water. <laughs> this game is a cup of tea. It's a cup of tea. It's okay. It's not bad. It's just, meh, I had it. I'm moving on. But better than the water. But better than the water. <laughs> yeah. So that's the best way I can put it. All right. Do you have um? What else in your week? Any anything else in your week? Uh, just one other thing briefly, but can I touch on your uh, points real quick? Yes, go ahead. All right. So on the skill ups, talking about the guts and whatnot, I actually leveled up my first one to the next pip, and that was the knowledge one. Because mm-hmm. have you had the exams yet? Yes. Okay. Because of that coming up, I was like, all right, I am going to study because I don't know if it matters, which it didn't. But I was like, all right, I'm going to level up my knowledge. I want to see that next pip. So I studied, I think, two more times than I had already. And that was enough to give me that second pip. That's the only one that's actually moved so far. Um, so, yeah, there is a lot of skill ups you need. And apparent, I was actually looking to see what skill up skills up what. Some of them, like studying and whatnot will actually randomly give you one or two. So mm-hmm. you may not get all the skills you you know had possible, so it's taking it even longer to do, which in this time limited thing is not helping. Um, all right, let me let me, let me ask. Yeah. 
because maybe this is just me not paying attention. Okay. But I have studied, and I'm going to throw some numbers out. Mm-hmm. I have studied maybe seven times. I have also taken like about seven quizzes in the classroom. What the fuck does studying do? Does that like make the answers obvious? Does it make the answers easy? Do, or are you physically studying and you have to remember these words like in real life? Like what? What does studying have to do with taking the tests? Nothing. Because I studied and I've got the questions and I'm like, I don't fucking know. Well, all the questions were related to the things you got during the day. Yeah. So it was like the one with the illusion was the same thing, but the one with the emperor thing, it was like who when in the classroom it was like who was known for this and you had to answer with the right guy. But mm-hmm. on the quiz, it was what was this emperor known for? So it just flipped the question essentially. Um, yeah, but but what stuff are you talking about during the day? The studying? Oh, when you're in the classroom and the teacher's asking you a question. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That because that gives you that's those were all related to the exam questions. Huh. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm saying it wrong. Then I don't know if I've taken exams. It's been me quizzed in the in the classroom by the. No, teacher. it's literally like three days of exams. Oh, okay. Well, how do you take exams? Well, it's story. You can't do anything about it. Oh. Um, okay. I thought you would have gotten past it. I thought it was before. I guess it might be after the uh, expensive dinner thing or lunch, whatever it was. I'm gonna guess, yeah, because I don't. I don't think I've taken a, an exam thing. Okay. Yet. All of my all of my quizzes have been me in a classroom, and. Number one, the day gets skipped because I'm just, I, I wind up in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, shit, did I have a book? I thought I had checked out a book. Shouldn't I be reading that on the subway? I, <laughs> why didn't I do that? I don't understand. And I get in the classroom and it's like, hey, you, sh- yeah. Joker, what, what was Teddy Roosevelt's maiden's wife's middle name? I don't fucking know. And then I get it and it's like, oh, hey, well, I randomly guessed and I got something that went up and your meter goes, yeah. One little nut, but it doesn't actually move. Thing. It bounces, but then bounces back to where it started. Unless you actually yes. level up. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> by the way, that actually reminded me. Did you know? Are you doing the online features at all? Uh, I always turn the online thing on, and every great once in a while, I'll press that button okay. and check. Like, all right, well, what is? What do people do right now? If you, and I'll kind of gauge how I want to handle my day a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, if you press that when you're getting the quiz in the classroom, it'll actually tell you what other people guessed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I've, yeah. I didn't know that I until I was already to... done with them, except to like the last one. I hated that. I've, I always feel like I'm kind of cheating with that, but I, I've also on the same coin. I'm like, well, how the fuck do I know this? Like, yeah. how, where in game are they giving me the route that's going to let me know these it answers? So I, I, it's literally one of those things where you, unless you know from some previous life experience, you have to guess. Um, yeah. And that's really, I hit it the last time because I was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, everybody yeah. picked answer B, so I'm going to pick answer B. And it was right. So I was like, okay, great. Got my uh, potential yeah. skill up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so the skill ups, as far as I know, you know, like I said, they have nothing to do with the exams because those are just the same questions that you're asking in the classroom. But mm-hmm. what they do in general is unlock other abilities you can do. Um, mm-hmm. Like after the dinner where you run into, and this is, Still spoiler to spoiler territory where you run into the guy at the elevator. Mm-hmm. You can't choose the top and bottom option unless you have enough guts. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so those are limited by the skill-ups, and... I remember that one, yeah, because you were going to talk shit to him. He's yeah. like, yeah, you don't have enough guts yeah. to talk shit, bro. Yeah, you don't have... Anyway, I'm not going to say that because yeah, children can hear me. But, yeah, well, well even even then, that, that I was like, okay, well, how the... Uh, the That's what made me I look it so, up. I was like, well... I get so frustrated throughout the day. It's like you have you have the morning, you have the, the afternoon, you have the evening, and you have night. And at any point in the day, I'm thinking, okay, there must be like 20 fucking options of things for yes. me to do. What, am I even in? I am right now in the courtyard of the school. Mm-hmm. Am I physically even in the right place right now? <laughs> should I should I not be like across the other to the other city at like the job at a part time job? Should I go back to my house and go do some work with with the guy? Should I yeah. should I go look up? where I can get a fucking book at that way I can have some books on me for whatever. And then I go on a trip and don't even read the fucking book anyway. And it's, I'm kind of in the opposite of you where you're, you have your black flag mentality where like, let me get back to, you know, the palace type thing. I don't want to go in the palace. I want to do more stuff in the world. Um, I think the world design is really good because it really, it's, you know, authentic. Um, yeah, you know, I've been, it I've is. been to Korea and it's similar to Japan and the way the cities are laid out and structured and it feels like a, you know, Japanese city would, uh, with the alleys and, you know, the side streets and all this, it feels authentic and that's really nice. I really like the world and I want to do more stuff in the world. I don't want to go to the palace. I'll tell you, I'll tell you just, just so we're clear then. Mm-hmm. I like the dungeons more, I'm sorry, the palaces more just for now because there's more structure, rigidity, and understanding for me of the palaces. Now I understand how the palaces work. I get what they are. There's a little bit of adventure, Mm -hmm. a little bit of exploring, a little bit of find this here, go there thing. When I get out in the real world, until I get to a point where this shit is not so fucking blowing my mind and not over my head and I'm not just overthinking and getting everything confused, when I figure all that out, I should be fine. Yeah. That goes for that and the persona system as a whole. When I have all that to where like, oh, when the lights click on, I think I'll be better. So, But for right now, I feel like I'm just fucking pressing X to do the thing. All right. I hope it's working. Here, here's my final point of what I think about the game, and uh, especially based on your experience you're having with it and mine to a certain extent, I very much think there are two types of people that this game is for. Mm-hmm. The first is for those that are going to go look up all the stuff. They're not mm-hmm. going to, you know, if they get... Not necessarily if they get stuck, but they're just going to in general look up, okay, how do personas work? What's the best one I should be using? That type of stuff. You know, not exploring on your own, figuring it out. That's the first type. The second type is the type that will go, okay, I'm just going to play through the game. And then on New Game Plus, I will know more about it. So essentially, it's like, all right, I'm going to push through the game the first time and then I'll have fun the second time. Uh, that, that that could be a problem of mine, yeah. man. I I feel like I may have the blessing of the Persona 5 community where people will go, dude, this game is good. You need to go read some shit and watch some mm-hmm. shit. Because I, I'm at that level. I feel like everything... I I am, Chris, I am legitimately progressing through this game. 
I, I, I'm making my way through this game. I'm, I'm leveling up things. I just don't know what and why and how. I'm gaining levels and experience, but I don't know what for except for being better at attacking enemies and fights. Yeah. I'm progressing through the story, and I'm getting the story, and it's developing, but I feel like there's just so much behind me that, like, dude, you're fucking up. I feel like there's a voice behind me going, man, you're missing out. There's so much stuff you could be doing, 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 and doing better, and understanding, and you're just, I'm just fucking fumbling through this game. I don't like fumbling through games. Mm-hmm. I did at the beginning because there's that, that I don't know mentality, you know, that mystery, but now I just feel like, I just feel like I'm just making my way through. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's time where I just, I need to go back and, you know, maybe fucking find some tutorials or maybe go some instructions or maybe go just find out something, read something, not spoiler, but, right. you know. Yeah, like with the personas, you talked about not knowing which one you should have and stuff. I was doing the merger and I'm like, I want this one. I don't know what it is, but I want this one because mm-hmm. it's one I don't have. So I, mm-hmm. but I wasn't high enough level to get it. I leveled up. And I was able to get it, and I'm like, "This is great. This is this is awesome." It was the horse guy. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, he's that awesome." <gasps> That's the one. I was like, "That's the one, dude." He fucking oh yeah. two shots my party like nothing. Imagine it on hard mode. I will just imagine <laughs> it. And fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was rough when I first ran into him. I you know died first time. Um, but yeah, so once I got him as a persona, I'm like. This is awesome. His stats are so high compared to the others. He's like twice the level of most of my other personas. I'm like, if I had this earlier, it would have been great. But it was too high level. I think even if I had the personas at the lowest level they could get, it would still give you one that's too high. Um, based on what I've seen, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just me, what I've observed in the game. I think the personas have a minimum level. So mm. no matter what level or how low your personas are, you're going to start out at the lower level. Um, of course, the higher your personas are, the higher the one you get back is going to be. But yeah. I feel like there's a minimum. So I literally could not get them until I hit that certain level, which was when I was outside of the first palace. I wasn't even in there anymore. Um, this is how fucking blissfully ignorant I am of this shit. When you, when you go to the jail area for the first time, mm-hmm. I think like the second time, and he's like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to take two personas and make them fuck and pop out another persona. <laughs> I was like, okay, so merging personas to create another a new persona. That's actually pretty cool. If I can get all the minutia around that down, that's cool. Yeah. I did my first merger in that tutorial area. I I lost my in I lost Joker's <laughs> initial persona. Yeah. I, I lost his initial kick ass cool persona. So Ryuji still has Captain Kid and Panther still has uh Deborah, I forget her name. <laughs> I don't know. Mona what still has Mona still has fucking Zoro, mm-hmm. but his is gone. Now can you get him later in the game? I'm you can get sure him immediately again. I I don't fucking know how, There's, and I lost So him. if you talk, so you can't in the... Tu- Chris, how do you even get back to that area? It, I don't even know. You didn't have the door open outside of the palace? I think I think it did. Okay. Actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah I think that's it how. Did. Um, you go back in, and even after the tutorial, if you back out of combining, and then when they ask if you're done, you say no, it comes up with the, a different menu than what you see it during the tutorial. And one of the options mm-hmm. is like, I, I don't know, but basically it's summon a persona, but it costs money. Mm-hmm. So when I did, I didn't have any money. 
at the time because I was on hard mode and I had like 10 gold left because I spent it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could totally buy the starting one again. He did the, I don't know if you recall this or not, but when you part and combine your starter, because that's one of the only combinations you can make because of the level requirements at the time. Um, mm -hmm. He actually says, you'll see me later. Or I'll return, you know, when you're near the end of your thing or something like that. So yeah. he probably comes back automatically. But you can totally resummon him at any point. Captain Kim. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big fan of Ryuji in battle, man. I'm, I'm really a big fan of all of them in battle, yeah. period. It, it's overall but, fun game, but certainly one that you have to know what you're doing or yes, research or look yes. at guides. or There are uh, Persona, I don't want to call them calculators, but... There are websites and stuff where you go to, you put in the persona you want because, say, you know this one's mm -hmm. pretty good, and then it will mm -hmm. tell you backwards what you have to combine to get to that point. Right. So. Yeah, that's that. All oh, that's up my alley. Yeah. I like I like stuff like that. But you have to know which one you want at that, and it's like, okay, well, which one do I want? Well, how do I know? How, how many are there? I don't even know. Let me let me. Oh, exactly. I'm curious. Precisely. I want to look up uh, how many persona, persona five persona total or something like that. While you're looking that yeah. up. I'll, I'll also try to cap this off as I feel the story does have some draw for me. The whole, the whole entire story that's going on right now, I mean, it's like a fucking five or a six out of ten for me. It's not pulling me in, but it does have some interesting moments. Not, again, not teeth sunk in moments, but interesting moments like... Whenever I did finish the palace, the first palace, whenever Kimoshada, uh, Kimoshada came in, I hope I'm saying his name right. Was it Kimo, Kimoshada? Kimoshada? Oh, I hate that. Somebody's going to be like, it's fucking Jerry, you dick. Uh, whenever he came in to the gym and started fucking confessing everything and then was like, you know, that somebody would speak up and he go, no, I did this thing that was bad. And then uh, uh, Panther spoke up and she he was like, nope, I did bad shit to her too. Like he was letting it all out. And I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. That that kind of kind of gutch kind of wrenched my heart a little bit because it was genuine. Like you felt like what your work did actually worked. But it worked all the way because he was like he wasn't holding anything. It was like, yeah, guys, I did some bad shit. So <laughs> y'all, he was like, I'm fixing to turn myself in. Yeah. I'm I'm relinquishing everything. Uh, this is everything bad that I have done, and I am like whole. I am remorseful, and I was like, oh man, this is actually very cool. So so, yeah. Not this will probably. Um not to be discouraging, but not including DLC are the party member personas that they start mm -hmm. with uh, mm -hmm. or come with. There are 191. Well, that's that's actually a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually a lot. Good luck getting the one you want and knowing what any of them do. <laughs> right. Yeah. That. See. Now that's something I won't do. I'm not gonna look at all the personas and start cherry picking them. Mm -hmm. I it's more like from the ground up. I want to, and it pisses me off because I didn't like blow through tutorials in this game. This game holds, this game holds your hand. You could damn near make the argument through the entirety of the game until you finish 
the first palace. Mm-hmm. They keep throwing stuff at you and keep throwing stuff at you. And every day you're out of the palace and out in the world, they go, hey, you should go to the library today. Hey, you should go talk to this person today. Hey, you should go check this event out. And it's everything. It's like, oh, hey, this is something else you can learn. This is something else you can do. You should check this often. You should do this often. So it's not that the game did not give me ample tutorials. It's obviously I'm just a fucking dumbass. Or it could also be the game just dumped a lot on me and I'm having trouble balancing and juggling and remembering everything. You you said it best. It You solidified my struggle with this game. And it's not because I want to do everything. It's that I'm going through my day and feeling like I didn't even do the right amount, much less the maximum amount. You know, I'm sure there's there's some type of, I don't know how you want to say it, like a, a, a pattern or strict thing, a, a strict methodology to every single day. But I have yet to feel like, okay, from start of the day to the end of the day, I feel like I did a good. I'm not even approaching the I have not done enough or I haven't maximized it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm just doing a day. And I feel like if somebody came behind me and just played through my file, they'd be like, dude, you had fucking <laughs> six weeks and you did the total of what somebody could, a normal player could do in like three. You've done three days worth of work. You've blown so many days. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, see, I don't think it's to that point. I think it's literally you don't have enough time. I don't think it's that they could do it in three. Okay, they could do it in five. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. such a drastic difference between optimizing and what, you know, you're getting because they just take so much time away from you. Yeah, they do. So. I once uh, I feel like once I get the but once I understand the game better once I get good and teach myself to get good hopefully the game will open up once I understand the game better it will obviously be better for me because I feel like I'll I, at that point I feel like I'll actually be getting entertainment from the game itself but that's when the okay now what does the story the narrative all that hopefully I hope. I hope it all comes together, not just because I spent 60 bucks on the game, but because I see enough of this potential. I yeah. see enough in this game to go, okay, yeah, good game, but it, it hasn't like made me go, oh, dude, Chris, we need to spend six hours talking about B5. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. I'll, uh, I'll quit beating the you know Persona 5 horse now. Um, it's okay. Especially, you know, we're like, yeah, we'll, you know, do our day stuff a little quicker so we can get to the topic. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you drop the bomb of P5 and, bro, well, hey, it's our podcast. It's going to, people, it's going to be six hours a day. No, 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 stop. Don't, don't turn the podcast off. It's not going to be six hours. Good God. Hopefully. That's a good way to, that's a good way to drop people. Yeah. Um, so question for you. I saw you post about it on Facebook, but you didn't okay. say that you played it. Have you? Did yeah. you start the Secret of Mana or Mana, however you pronounce it, remake? I will get to that when you tell me the last thing of your week. That's the last thing of my week. Oh God damn it! You did. Yes. Okay. No, I did not, okay. and I'm actually uh, now I, I I finally got paid. Thank God. <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll probably be buying a couple games over the next few days, and that will most likely be one of them. Uh, if you remember from one of our past episodes, and I'm talking to you, the audience as well, guys and gals, Secret of Mana was one of my top ten RPGs. So, 
hey, this remake looks good. And me coming off the heels of of even today still playing through Final Fantasy IV, the 3D mm-hmm. remake, I've got hopes for this. I've got good hopes. Right. I've watched trailers. I've watched a couple game, gameplay trailers. And I, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the voice acting yet. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of rubs me the wrong way. But then again, Final Fantasy IV's voice acting also rubbed me the wrong way. I've actually turned it back on. I, I kind of dig it. It's actually it's 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 grown on me. But as far as physically playing the game, no, I don't have it yet. All right. Chris, go ahead. So he hates it. All right. So what <laughs> question for you yes. is: Have you seen the videos of the combat? Uh, the I the last one I watched was a, a pretty much a release trailer, and it had some combat in it. Okay, it wasn't solid like all the way through a a match, but it was you know shots here and there. Okay, in the original, did it have the stamina charge up thing for your attacks? Yes, I hate and, that. Oh, oh, oh wow! Well, then you're not gonna like this game, Chris. I'm sorry. I uh, so. My my first note of the game, uh, combat was second, but I skipped to it. But the first note of the game was the uh, the intro part where you get the sword. Mm-hmm. The voice reminds me a hundred percent of Voldemort from the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> it's that raspy, "Come here," you know. Oh, it, yeah. it sounded exactly like Voldemort from the that movie. Was, that was spooky, man. It was. Don't do that. Okay, um, I won't do it again. Uh, but yeah, so that was that that had me literally cracking up. I was like, mm-hmm. and I I actually said it out loud. I was like, okay, Voldemort, because um, it was just so identical. And it's a hilarious moment. Uh, yeah. Overall, the story. I mean, it's an old school RPG story. Um, did this come? Where where you probably know this better than I would without looking it up. Where did this fall in the uh, Zelda franchise? But Secret of Mana. Yeah. It's not a Zelda game. I know. Where did it fall in the timeline as far as releases? Oh, it was after Link's, uh, Link to the Past, and it may have been around the same time as Link's Awakening. Okay. Because it definitely feels like it has a big Zelda uh, influence yeah. to it. I was like, okay, I'm chopping bushes with a sword. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The It overall feels a lot like you know a Zelda game would. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my biggest issue with the game so far is that I do not like the stamina things on the hits. Okay. Uh, it's, it's understandable because it gets, it's fucking aggravating the further you go. It's like having, uh, it's like being in Final Fantasy VI and playing a Cian or having Cian in your party or Cyan or whoever the fuck you want to pronounce it. The kick ass guy with a sword. <laughs> and you had to like, he, he had a meter and you had to wait for that fucker to charge up to do the, to get to the level of the attack you mm-hmm. want, yeah, that's like, but that's for all of your party members in this game. Yeah. That's, I can see I get aggravated. Every I hit, didn't, I didn't mind it. So it's like, all right, I'll hit it. I hope I was at hundred percent because then I'll typically knock it down unless it's a boss. So I'll okay, swipe it again, swipe it again. And man, is the AI on the NPCs stupid? Oh yeah, oh, my NPCs literally. Um, I have two. Uh, party members at this point. I've progressed that far in the game. Um, they're usually both dead. <laughs> I just, they die, and I'm like, shouldn't have been an idiot. I didn't die. Yep. I didn't take yep. literally 
any damage. I have full health. They're dead. Like, all right, I guess you'll wait till the next time it auto refills because I'm not stopping for your but um dumbass. Yeah. There you can say it. Well, children can hear me right now, so um, Oh, oh, I was going to say Chris, I do have the explicit content tab checked yeah. in these episodes. I I got you. Yeah. Um so but overall, I mean, I like the story. Like I said, it's an old school RPG story. It's, you know, a mm-hmm. classic you know, save the world type thing. Um, I haven't, I haven't progressed very far in it because I've only got, I think two and a half hours in. Um, if I look at my stream recording, it says four hours and 17 minutes, but an hour, hour and a half of that was on the phone with your mom doing tech support. Um, <laughs> so, God bless you. so I really only got like three out, two and a half, roughly hours into it. Um, mm. yeah, you know, more to come. Tell, 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 I want you to tell my mom next time that your producer says you need to get <laughs> off tech support and go play games because that is part of your podcast contract. <laughs> I, I won't say what she said about you on the air. Oh, I, I, I don't doubt it. Um, no, my mom loves me. Fuck y'all. She does. Uh, yeah. The, the games that I want to play. I'm sorry, the games that I want them to do this to are numerous. I mean, right off the bat, I I would love to see Final Fantasy VI remade. It's been remade several fucking times already. Uh, I think the latest edition was a Steam version that I don't fucking like at all. I could I could tell that from a mile away. I didn't like the I don't like the visuals. I like what they were going for, but the execution was horrible. But Final Fantasy Tactics could use this. Uh, Vagrant Story could use this. I, I like this idea of going back and taking old school games and giving them a, a 3D or a, just a facelift in general. Uh, I think another one was Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac story mm-hmm. or Zodiac Braves or something. They, they've got it. They just the did Zodiac a new Zodiac Age, I believe it is. The Zodiac Age is a new one. Yeah, where, I mean that's a fucking PlayStation Two game, and they said, yeah, we're bringing, we're just gonna fucking upgrade the graphics again. We're we're just gonna give it a facelift. I love this idea. Square, keep doing this. As long as you do them right and do them justice, I'm all about it. I will get the Secret of Mana. And I will make my own judgment. But I, I love the the original one a whole lot, so this should be up my alley. Is that it for your week, Chris? Yep. All right. I have seen Black Panther. I'm just fucking rolling into mine. <laughs> uh, my wife and I went and saw Black Panther opening night, which is no big deal. We live in a blessed age now to where we can just buy assigned seats so we don't have to worry about getting there an hour early fighting crowds, yada, yada, yada. We also didn't have the issue tonight of, hey, you guys, one of you are in my seat because these are numbered and you can't fucking count. Uh, the people that we were next to had picked their, their right seats and we were in the right seats, so cool. Uh, I'm guessing you have not seen Black Panther, Chris? No, we were talking about okay. doing it, but we haven't yet. Okay. Uh, so just just for Chris's sake... I'm just gonna throw out uh, out of out of a five rating. Uh, I I give it a, f- a solid four. It was not as good as Captain. Uh, it was not good as uh, Civil War for me because Civil War is my top right now. It's it's way up there. I really fucking like Civil War and uh, Winter Soldier as well. But it was not as it was it was not bad at all. And it was you know it's it's say better than the Captain America's maybe even like the first Thor. 
I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Had a lot of issues here and there with different uh, 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 continuity, not with the comics, with the actual other movies. Uh, I had some continuity continuity issues with the movie in and of itself, but that aside, the action, the story, which all I'm gonna tell you right now, Chris, this movie is eighty percent. Uh, King T- uh, T'Challa. It's this is not Black Panther the movie. It's King T'Challa okay. the movie, and you get to see Black Panther in it doing fights and doing cool shit here and there. I like that. I like that about this because yes, Black Panther in his suit is fucking badass and cool. This is this is his story. You you are watching a movie about him and his his struggle. The motherfucker's a king. He's a king of an empire. So. Yeah, it's it. It was pretty good. It was it was a four, a solid fucking four to five for me. I enjoyed it, uh, and oh man, as of this recording, we are what four months away, three months away <laughs> from fucking Infinity War, mm. and we get fucking Deadpool around the same area, and God of War comes out, and oh, this year's gonna be year's gonna be pretty good. This has not been night two thousand seventeen yet, but it's been pretty good. I think. That's the only movie I may have seen. Maybe some other movies, but that's the only real one uh, noteworthy. Um, games. So yes, as we just gushed about for four hours, I d- went through the first dungeon or finished the first palace in, in Persona Five. Right, rewind back an hour to find my spoiler talks about that. Uh, I'm still playing through Final Fantasy Four here and there. It's again, it's very Guys, I've I've beaten I've beaten Final Fantasy four probably ten times in my life. So I picked it up, play it a little while, quick save it and move on. I'm enjoying it. I like the way they're treating it. I'm I have no complaints so far, not even the voice acting. It, it, I had that initial knee me I had the initial me knee jerk reaction of turning the voice acting off, but I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a shot and I I don't love it. But it's growing on me. It's 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 not bad. It's definitely not bad in my opinion. I like the treatment. I like the different camera angles. The different what you get to see these things that you remember in Final Fantasy IV from a different view, a three D perspective. I like that. Um, what else? Uh, I so I have also finished. Uh, well, no, no, no. Rephrase that. <laughs> I beat. The basically the main scenario of Super Mario Odyssey, okay. and I have started going back through the levels. Uh, spoilers for Super Mario Odyssey, but cr- just for Chris, so he'll know what he knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when when they when you go to every single area and you find the cube and you jump in the cube and it throws out like you know ten to twenty more uh, moons. I started doing those. And I have put the game down for now. Okay. I feel like I have, I'm not bored with it, but I'm not drawn. It's, it, 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 it has not put its teeth in me anymore. I've, I've, I've done a pretty good bit in that game. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. it it's probably going to be a pick up every now and again, bust out some moons and then go, and then go about my life. It's not, the end game for this has not been like Breath of the Wild. Dude, I beat fucking Breath of the Wild with 300 plus hours and then went back into the game. This one, I haven't even got close to 100%. Like, I haven't even got close to getting all the moons for every area. Also, um, and I know that I'm, I'm, there's a way, there's ways around it, but 
I can go in. I've, I've started doing that, and I told you I was going to do this when I beat the game. I'm going back into a world, and I'm opening up the menu, and I'm seeing a list of the, of the moons, and I can see the ones that I've got. I can see hints for the ones that are like uh, uh, the ones that get thrown out with the cube, but there's other ones that I have no fucking idea. Yep. There's no way to know what they are. Now I can go pay fifty coins to a to a uh, toad, and he'll tell me where it is. I'm not doing that because that's just there's no fucking point. Or I can go talk to the crazy ass cross-eyed parrot <laughs> who says, "Hey, this is the name of the moon you're gonna get," and you can kind of infer from names of moons what goes on. Yeah, even that's kind of not enough because I've been I, I found one that was like uh, the green pipe shuffle and i was going around every fucking green pipe in this area and could not figure out what the fuck i was supposed to do where it was at um they they definitely man you weren't lying and we're talking like 20 something moons in an area and i'm like how where the fuck are these at (laughs) like i've got this parrot giving me a different hint every time i talk to him and he's sending me all over hell's half acre he's like this the the fucking tree moon and i go to the one tree in the area and i'm like i have climbed this tree i've done a handstand off the tree i have mm-hmm. fucked this tree and i can't get a moon out what what do i do to get a moon it's to the point where i almost want to go look up a guide but i don't want to do that either when right. it got to the point where i'm like i don't understand this is a mario game and i cannot figure out how to get these <laughs> moons i should go look, look up a guide i was like all right well now i'm kind of i'm kind of kind of done with it for now yeah so i did enjoy it and i know everybody's all about rankings whether you are or not i don't give a fuck i'm going to tell you mine to tell you the honest truth, Chris, uh, Mario Three. For those that don't know, we'll have this episode down the road. But Mario Super Mario Brothers Three is my favorite Mario. Okay. This is nowhere near that. So sorry, folks. No. Uh, I'd probably put Mario World and Mario Sixty Four fighting competition for the next rank after that. I'd put Mario Galaxy One and Two immediately after that, and I'd probably put Odyssey after that. Like it's, the, Mario Odyssey is good. It's not world-shattering good Mario for me. It's yeah. not It's not plowing through the other Marios at all. It was fun, enjoyable, but I personally had more fun when I was playing Galaxy 1 and Galaxy 2. Myriad of reasons why, again, this is not bashing Mario Odyssey. I'm just saying that this game was good. This game was really good, but it did not fucking blow my mind. It didn't, it didn't earth-shatter for me. Uh, like Breath of the Wild, now that was good, really fucking good. It had me in a, it had me hypnotized. Uh, Mario Odyssey, I had fun. It had a lot of good moments in it, and had a lot of good levels, a lot of, a lot of fun to it. And I tell you, I do, I do like the open world of this game. Mm-hmm. I, I like the aspect of, you know, this world may have 40 moons, this world may have 90, and you can see most of them. Figure the fuck out how to get them. I I, I do like that. I yep. like that as opposed to the hub world that Mario used to come from. But yeah, it's it's. I still like Mario Galaxy one and two better. Just lots of reasons. They, they were just more fun to me. Uh, still enjoyed my purchase. Glad I bought it. And I will I will play it sporadically as we go on or as I go on through life. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, real quick, I'm trying. I was actually in the process of of checking the downloadable content for Injustice Two because the, the fucking Ninja Turtles got released a couple days ago, <laughs> and 
Oh, hell yes. Uh, can't wait to start playing that game again. Uh, I think I've played through Injustice 2, like, maybe for an hour or two. I went through the story campaign, which is a long fucking campaign. And we'll continue to do that. Fighting games are so different now than what they used to be. Like, they all standard come with a single-player campaign. And it's hard for me to know when I should start playing multiplayer. or Because the multiplayer is a whole different tiered facet. And we'll see. i tell you, I bought that game and then all the DLC just so I could play as the Turtles. And I will <laughs> eventually. Dude, this the fucking 1989 Ninja Turtles. It's mm-hmm. their stylized after that. That is up my alley in so many fucking ways. Yep. And I can't wait. I did not play that yet. What I did play is Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. That's right. I went and got it. And I'm playing through it. I'm probably a few, a few things mm-hmm. before I even say where I'm at. Uh, full disclaimer, we, I mentioned this four or five episodes ago. I, I have this kick where I do pick out certain video games and I will watch the quote unquote movie version of the games, which is basically people will take the cut scenes and the story scenes and they'll merge them into like a long form movie. I've watched, uh, spoilers for Horizon Zero Dawn. I have watched the movie version of that, I think up to the point to where she gets thrown off the cliff okay or pushed off i forget yeah, she's fighting that early. dude yeah very early and like the dude beats the fuck out of her and he throws her off the cliff or kicks her or, or she falls or something combination i think something like that i am in the physical game so i'm saying that because i basically fucking skipped through the story like i yeah. i skip 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 cut scenes i know where this is yeah she meets this dude and then you know, she's just it's, it's the quickening and she has to be the only one and fucking the Highlander. I get it all. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. That was, <laughs> but, uh, so the combat for now, until I sync back up with where I've left off in the story in the movie, the combat's where it's at for me. And I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, there's a lot to do here, man. There's a fucking lot. Like she was telling me from the get go, like, yeah, I should be set up traps in this area. I'm like, how the fuck do I set up traps? Uh, should I be doing that? Because I could just shoot this fucking weak spot. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is I. You could, but it'd probably be easier on you if you set up traps. Uh, I'll tell you this. I did almost no traps throughout the entire game. Uh huh. Um, I also didn't use the sling and all that until like near the very end. Mm-hmm. The sling is awesome definitely use it okay gotcha gotcha the the things that don't appeal to me in this game or what didn't appeal to me when i was watching the movie i'm not a big uh, uh, this is another pullback conversation but this is another movie video game where i'm finding a fucking bipedal human person and it's just it's a human being through human trials and the, the cool th- the cool thing about it is is there's really cool looking mechanical animals out there the story itself has been very, eh, for me. It's not bad. It's not, it's not great either. I'm hoping that will pick up and progress. I think you mentioned this a couple times that later on the story gets way better. Yes. So we, sh- we'll see. Uh, hopefully it will. For right now, and again, until I'm at the point where, like, I'm in unknown territory and I don't know anything about the story or whatnot, it's mainly for the, ga- it's mainly for the actual gameplay. 
uh, finding those first few beasts and d- learning out the tracking, like you could lock onto them and you could see where their tr- you could see where their walking path is, so you know mm-hmm. where to be and where to. I, I get all that. There's, there's a lot of stealth involved in this game, and then you shoot an arrow at them, and oh fuck, the combat <laughs> is on. Holy shit! Like the uh, the basically the, the fucking saber tooth tiger fucking thing you fight yeah. when you're when you're quote-unquote dad i don't know what he is your adopted your father adop- is like adopted, yeah. yeah when he's like hey you need to go kill this thing peace <laughs> that that fight was pretty cool it took me a bit to figure out it, i'm still learning so it took me a bit to figure out whenever i pull up my uh computer screen thing uh it, it took me a bit to figure out where exactly the weak points are on things because they don't just immediately it didn't, it didn't seem like they immediately drew like arrows to it like right. for example that tiger thing he had a fucking canister underneath his belly mm-hmm. damn near where a fucking animal's dick would be <laughs> and i was looking i was like okay is it so hard like is it because he has these fucking <laughs> is <it>? like, <laughs> good one <laughs> Now, you know how he, the, he has those fucking tendrils coming out the top of his head or the back of his yeah. back of his mane? I was like, are those his weak points? And I kept looking, and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, they're fucking bright orange, like yellowish colored mm-hmm. things. So those, oh, okay. And then I shot a fucking arrow at it, and I was like, oh, I didn't have fire arrows on. Great. So I did no fucking damage, and he was like, oh, there's a person here, and I got my ass kicked. So... <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting so far. Hasn't sunk its teeth in either, but it's, I like the combat. We, we'll see, we'll see how better that gets. Um, but I own it now. I'm playing through it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Also, I recently bought Shadow of the Colossus. I think this is, uh, maybe even last episode. I have played through the first Colossus just oh man it's 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 a fucking trip down memory lane man and it's so good the 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 level of detail on these colossi are fucking the hair the fucking fur the way it sways in the wind it oh, it is a graphical upgrade for a classic fucking masterpiece of a game and i like it i have as soon as i got to the first Colossus, and as soon as I took him down, I was like, $40 well spent. No problem. I have no qualms paying the 40 bucks for that game. These are multiple games that I'm juggling back and forth and back and forth. Uh, the good news is, is I'm fixing me on a three-day weekend, so fuck yeah. I should yep. get a good, I should get a, a bit good of, a bit good of game time in. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can never talk. The guy that has a fucking podcast can never talk anymore. Uh, I'm probably gonna do a little bit, a little. I'm gonna work a little more on Persona Five, maybe. I'm definitely gonna work on Persona, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn a little more. May or may not took. I can, I can, I can take Shadow of the Colossus over a year. Like I can mm-hmm. really take my time with that game. I'm I no was, rush. I was debating on actually getting that because I'm like, I have so many games I should play, and even though yes, I enjoyed playing it, it's a remake, mm-hmm. so I should hold off. I, I will tell Hold you on. this. I will tell you this. I and I 
I'm at a position right now. Currently, this is not a per, this is not a permanent thing, but I am right now in a part of my life where I can actually afford to buy a game or two here and there. I bought Shadow of the Colossus for the PlayStation Four solely out of respect, solely out of this is a game that is on my fucking top fifteen wall, and I will buy this out of sheer principle. Yep. Uh, I wasn't expecting anything great. I wasn't expecting a whole new, a fucking whole new world with this game. But I, I have seen some things that I do like, most notably. Uh, a lot of people have, have, have flocked toward the camera function in this game. And it, it is great. You can manipulate the camera like a fucking boss in this game. And you can add filters to the, to the, your pictures as well. But what they didn't tell me and what I didn't see from gameplay or I didn't pay attention enough was you can add a filter to the whole fucking game. There's like an HD filter, a classic filter, a retro filter, a a black and white filter, a vibrant filter, an opaque filter. I've already found three that I keep switching back and forth through. And all hmm. they do is just you just play the game with a different a different uh a warmth of of color. Right. And that's great on top of it of it being a PlayStation 4, you know, 4K blah blah blah, blah game yeah. where the detail is oh, it's so good. The Colossus look fucking outstanding. The sunsets look outstanding. The world, the terrain, everything in this game. This is a genuine graphical upgrade. This is a genuine upgrade full stop of Shadow of the Colossus. And I literally bought this game out of I will buy this. I would, even if I never, just to support the fact that they did this. Um, so yeah, sometime by next week, I'll have played, maybe, maybe I'll have played some P4. Maybe I will have progressed a little bit in Horizon Zero Dawn. Maybe a little bit more Final Fantasy IV. But that's where I stand for this week. So the other day, I, you know, I have Steam notifications on, and it, you know, tell it told me that you were playing Final Fantasy IV frequently, and I was like, okay, it's cool. There's one afternoon, and I think it was like Tuesday or something, mm-hmm. where it went, Michael has started playing Final Fantasy IV. And then, like, not even two minutes later, said, Michael has started playing something else. And I'm like, okay. I guess he <laughs> booted up and decided he wanted to play something else. And I'm like, okay. And yeah. then, like, ten minutes later, Michael's playing something else. I was like, <laughs> okay. This dude doesn't know what he wants to play today. Yeah. That that it, there will be times like that. There will be times where I play where I play maybe an hour or two of four different games. There will be some times where I'll start a game and go, eh, I'm just not feeling this one right now. And then <laughs> you know I play it for like three minutes. It happens. It's it's a good thing about us being grown adults, Chris. We mm-hmm. can play whatever the fuck we want whenever the fuck we feel like. Yep. So I think it's time with a minute forty six on this tick tock clock. Hour forty six. Yeah. I like to admit it. it made me feel better. Damn it. <laughs> Let's roll into today's topic. I'm right. sure people have guessed by now. Today's topic is the year 1990 in review. All right. I, I want to throw something out there first. Throw before it out we get there. Into. I acknowledge exactly what you said. We're getting into really good years. Uh-huh. Um, I want to make sure our audience is aware that me being you know younger than you as I am, these aren't quite yet into my heavy years. Right. So it's going to be a lot of you talking. And that's fine. That's hey, th- th- it's it's a good thing because it's not just this is like totally fucking behind the behind the curtain talk, but 
it's good. I think that's a good thing for this podcast because you and I will have a dynamic. I'm about to have seven to eight years. Uh, look, when it when we get to fucking 2000 and beyond, I'm still going to have a, a, a buttload of games to talk about. But the meat of these games, there, like I said before, there's fucking diamonds in this in these years coming up for me. Uh, it'll happen to you too. And you'll be able to gush about a whole different set of games that maybe I will or won't be able to equally gush about. Uh, it's never about us matching each other, man. You can fucking hate Secret of Mana all you want to, as long as you can tell me why you hate it. Right. Because I will tell you why I love it. I'm not saying <laughs> you do. I'm just using that as a current example. So... Yeah, guys, don't fucking, uh, if, I'm pretty sure a lot of people like to hear me anyway, right? Yes, you are the better voice. <laughs> I guess. So, rolling into 1990, uh, there was something I was looking at, uh, I guess we'll leave this up to the audience to, uh, write in and let us know or email, yeah, write, hand write us a letter. <laughs> Good God, I haven't even given the address, but shit. Um... Give us some feedback and let us know if we, from the time we started this, which was, I believe, 85, maybe it was 80. I think we, I think, I think we started this, not me and you, I think me and Adam did, but. It was like 83 think, or something. Uh, yeah, like I think that. we started at like 82 and then we did like 82 and 83 together because there was like four games for us to talk about. Let some, me look at the game list or that's some list. Some crazy small list. But. Throughout the the point I'm getting at is from the time that we have started this year in review, I guess I have not been I haven't been specific as I need to. We are only talking about game releases now. What I want to put to you, the audience, guys and gals, is that if you would also like us to incorporate game as a whole, it could be music. I mean, uh, uh, uh magazines that were started being published. Hardware, you know, this console came out, this peripheral came out, this third party company came into light. If you want us to talk about more than video games, let us know. Now, mind you, the more that we cram into these years, and this is definitely going to be starting today, mm-hmm. uh, we may have to make like a subset episode because if we're going to talk <laughs> about all of gaming in a year and all of the games, man, that's a lot. That's a lot. And but, what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, precisely. So, again, I just I, I will wait to hear the feedback from the audience. If, if we get a strong push for a yes, we'd love to just hear you guys rant about, you know, everything in gaming that happened in a year. I will tender to Chris, and we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll look at our schedule and whatnot. And we, we may have, like, you know, gaming as a whole year. It's, it's, I understand it's misleading for the topics to say game, you know, uh, gaming in 19, whatever, or year in review, because it's really just games year in review. But that's what we do. This really us just shooting through video games of a specific year. All right. That being said, here we go. Video games of 1990. Oh boy. First off, right off the bat, Act Razor. Start, uh, we're also you can follow along with us. We go through the, we basically just go through the fucking Wikipedia article and go in ABC order. Uh, ActRaiser, Chris, did you play ActRaiser? Nope. So this is a game for the Super Nintendo. It's had a had two different styles of gameplay. 
had a side-scrolling slash em, slash em up. I guess I want to say slash em up. It's a... Uh, <laughs> You know, you go through a level. There's there's some platforming. You slash enemies with your sword. You get health. Blah blah blah. You get some power ups. You fight a boss at the end. You clear that level. When you clear the level, it opens up a world. The game shifts to basically a, a strategy simulator, an overhead view god simulator, pretty much. You. You are basically a god type being that floats around like you look like an angel almost, uh, a cupid, so to speak. Uh, overhead view, you go around a continent or a, a country, something like that, and there are people that worship you. They're, they're calling out to you for help. You know, we need, uh, we're flooding in this area. Can you bring some sunlight to dry the, to dry it up? We have this area of our, of our crops that have, has, you know, the plague or whatever, or some type of plant killing virus. Can you, can you remove that so we can grow crops? Can you help, can you tell us where to build our roads? Can you tell us where to explore? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, very, very cool thing to happen for the Super Nintendo. Uh, the 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 dynamic of having a side scrolling slash them up to a uh, god simulator, very cool dynamic. I enjoyed that thoroughly. I played through Accuracy several times. Uh, definitely worth a playthrough. Even to this day, I highly recommend it. It's 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 kind of gets simplistic. I mean, uh, I don't mean simplistic as in it's boring. I mean, is it? You're probably gonna find it easy. Uh, playing it these days, if you played any type of real-time strategy, this is going to be fairly by the numbers for you. But I enjoyed it, had a good time with it. Do not like Act Razor Two. We will talk about that when it comes out. But that <laughs> we can't can't be talking about other years right now. We're on 1990. Moving down the list, uh, Adventures of Lolo Two and Lolo Three. I believe we talked about this on either, I believe it was 89 for review when Lolo 1 came out. Uh, this, this was more of the same game. It is a, uh, also a top down, it's a top down puzzle game. And you're, you're basically in these rooms and these rooms have scenarios and you have to move blocks or find power ups to have a specific amount of ammunition to shoot enemies or, uh, push things to reveal things or find secret patches, passages. You basically have to conquer one level. When you've conquered the level, you get a set of stairs, you move up to the next level, and you got to conquer that room and then move up in the next room, next room, next room. It's basically more of what you know from Lolo 1. Uh, very fun game. I, I had yet to find an adventure of Lolo game I did not like because for me, it had the Mega Man syndrome. It was more of the same. They didn't go crazy balls to the wall, uh, and they didn't completely change the formula. If you like Lolo 1 and if you like, uh, puzzle type games, definitely up your alley. I would go so far as to recommend this for, you know, somebody that wants to have a different puzzle game. You, you have somebody that likes like Tetris or Dr. Mario. Or even like phone games, Adventures of Lolo is up is up there. It's it's got a lot of puzzle elements to it. Liked it, had a good time. Mm, I'm looking down the list. Never played Aliens. Sorry, Amazing Spider-Man. I don't I don't think I ever played any 
Spider-Man game for the Nintendo, even the Super Nintendo. Mm. Uh, keep in mind, Chris, if you see any of these games that you played, let me know. I'm waiting for the um, days. Oh, good lord. Okay. Uh, I don't think I see any more A's. I think that's it. Uh, and the B's, Back to the Future 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I never even beat the first one, so I wasn't even trying <laughs> 2 or 3. Uh, Batman 1990 arcade game and the Batman Sega Genesis game. I don't know if these are the famous ones known for, like the Batman uh, movie video game, but I haven't played the one. So. I believe the 1991 is... No, that's not the one. No, nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I pulled on, I mean, pictures up and said nope. I had looked at it and I thought... Okay, never mind. Yep. I don't think these are either of the ones that are considered, you know, the good ones. Yep. Apparently, Beetlejuice got his own video game. Yeah. Mm. I okay. I might have played that at one point in my life, you know, at the casinos, daycare thing, but I don't remember yeah. if I did or not. I think I did. And this wasn't based off the, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry, audience. This was also not based off the cartoon. This was based off the movie. So, right. Uh, yeah. But I never played it, so... Uh, I hate saying that, but I, I really haven't. <laughs> Bomberman, I think that's the oh, Turbo Graphics version, so no. Yes, it is. I didn't play that one. Into the Seas we go. Um, California Raisins got its own game. Good lo- I'm t- Again, this is what old school mm-hmm. gaming was like. If there was a pop thing or a a pop movie or a band or something, uh, they made a fucking game about the spot from seven, the Seven Up logo. Come on, hey, that was fun. If it, and it was, it was a very good game. If it was a pop thing, they made a game about it. It, oh, it was some, some of them were good, most of them were bad. <laughs> Castle of Illusion, I believe that was a Sega game. That was a Genesis game. I never played it. God, why, man. I feel like I'm lying to my audience by talking about all these games that I've never fucking played. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers? I thought that already came out, but nope, I was wrong. All right, this is a Capcom game. This is something else Capcom was known for back in the day. They would take uh, known Disney properties, mainly known Disney movie properties, or uh, TV show properties, well, and, and movies too, and make games about them. So, yes, Chippendale Rescue Rangers got a video game. It was actually very good. Side-scrolling, uh, shoot him up action a little bit. You, you would pick up these little wooden crates and throw them at enemies. Mm-hmm. A lot of platforming, not really puzzle, but just mainly platforming. And I'm all about platformer games. Uh, bosses at the end of levels. I like the the level designs in these games, not only the actual platforming itself, but the 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 theme the themes of the levels. Good. Good <laughs> good little platformer game. Capcom was knocking these out back in the day. I yeah. mean this was like a it was Darkwing Duck, Chip and Dales. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just they, they kept going. So pretty good. Uh Cliffhanger, nope. Again a movie, but no, I never played it. Another 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 movie video game. Uh, Creatures Cross Chrysalis. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I wish we had Jughead on for this episode. This would be good. <laughs> so, 
Chrysalis was a RPG top-down uh, actiony kind of like Secret of Mono. I, if I if I'm remembering this right, you had enemies that were what were on the screen, and you would use uh, attacks to in time do damage to them. This is also for the NES system, by the way. So this was kind of new for me. This was new when it came out. I. I need to do this game justice and play it sometime, you know, in my recent years and these years because I haven't played this game since ever. Uh, probably when I was like 10, 11 years old. I couldn't tell you the story. I just remember enemies. I remember locales being, being very interesting and I remember the fact of, you know, real time action on the screen. The biggest memory I have for this game comes from our uh, cousin who I have named Jughead because his dad always called us Jughead. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that Chris and I and Jughead were all known for was we all liked to play games and play games together. We would we would watch each other play games. If Jughead was over at like my grandmother's house and I got to go visit as well, I just let him play whatever the fuck he wanted to play, and I would just watch. I would want to play, but it was whether he would let me play or not. To the point of he could be playing a fucking RPG, and I wouldn't care. I wasn't playing games. It was him playing. So he had the TV. He had the games. I was not playing a game, but I was having a great time because he was playing. I got to watch him. So there was a night... Like, I mean, it's bad. I specifically remember eating uh, raspberry Jolly Ranchers, like, by the bag full. Like, making myself sick I was eating so much of them. We're at, our, we're at my grandmother's place, me and Jughead both. He has his Nintendo library of games, like always, because he's older and has money and has games. I was younger and poor and had none. And it's late at night. We're talking, like, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. And he's up playing this game for the NES. He's playing Chrysalis. And I wanted to play. I wouldn't even know where to begin to fucking play this game. I barely know what the fuck I was doing, but I didn't care. If he was playing that game, I wanted to play because I wanted to be cool like him. And I kept asking him, like, man, let me play Chrysalis with you. No. Let me play Chrysalis with you. Fuck you. Nobody loves you. Oh, man. (laughs) He was always, he was always very mean, very, very abusive to me. No, I'm just kidding. He totally was. He's cool shit. But I kept bugging him to want to play this game. So out of nowhere, he's like, I tell you what you can do. I want you to play for me. But you're going to do this thing, and it's it's very easy to do. All you're going to do is hold these buttons down, and you're going to run around. And you're going to see enemies fly into you, and you're going to be take. You're not going to take any damage, and you're going to kill the enemies for me. In a very kid-like manner, it's like, sure, you can play for me. Just hold the controller while it's not plugged up to the fucking Nintendo. Like, Mm -hmm. that mentality of, you're going to play this way. And I was like, sure, cool, I get to play your game on your file. Like, that was some sacred shit, man. Like, you don't play somebody else's file. You remember when, like, you would let some people borrow your games as a kid? You were like, don't play on my file. Like, you do your own file. Um... So I'm playing, and I'm basically just fucking running around, and he's doing. I'm doing something. I'm not attacking at all. Enemies are running into me and and dying, and it's cool. 
And hours of this went by, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm playing. Come to find out, and I forgive me for the specific details, I've never looked up the actual like code or whatever, but he was basically making him power level him. There was basically a magic spell or something of some degree where all I had to do was hold these fucking buttons down. It was an invincibility shield, and enemies that ran into me would die, and he would just get XP. So he was doing whatever the fuck, like reading a magazine or sleeping, and I'm like, yeah, I'm playing, but I really wasn't doing anything <laughs> but running around and getting and boosting his fucking XP. What a shit bag, you know? <laughs> what a dirt bag. But I didn't care. I was a kid and I was playing my older cousin's fucking video game on his file. I'm, I was responsible for what happened to his character. Fuck yeah, I was having a good time. Oh, how naive I was. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the back in the day, back in the NES day, Chrysalis overhead action RPG cool game i will play it at some point i say that it'll get it's added to the fucking 726 other games on my backlog but i genuinely would love to play this game to see the early early aspirations of hey enemies are on the field attack them i, I yeah. like that i like that idea now we are into the d's i am looking don't see many right off the bat. I see some. There's a Dick Tracy game again. <laughs> there's a fucking movie that got a video game. Die Hard, a movie that got a video yep. game. Dirty fucking Harry. Dirty Harry got a video game. I'm telling you guys, they just fucking shot these out. I do see Double Dragon Three, the Rosetta Stone. Mm -hmm. Double Dragon Three is fucking difficult. I don't remember I think this this got down to one this was one of the games that uh came up for rent at our local corner store. Uh I kinda I don't know if I want to say the name of it or not. That'd be too specific. <laughs> yeah. But Chris knows the one I'm talking about. There was a there was a little corner store in Walmart. It started with a C. That store used to rent Nintendo games. It was where I I got to fucking finally play Terminator 2 and all kind of games. Uh, Mega Man 5, I rented from that place. They got Double Dragon 3 in at some point. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. I, man, Double Dragon 2 is up on a mountain for me. So, hell, yeah, I want to play Double Dragon 3. And I could not get past the first area to save my life. It was fucking Ninja Gaiden levels of difficulty. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. So... I have played it. I'm, I was no good at it back in the day. I've never picked it back up to try to get better at it. I, I have, I have solidified myself in the fact that Double Dragon 2 for me is the greatest Double Dragon I've ever played. Mind you, I haven't played Double Dragon Neon, so there's that. But I love Double Dragon 2 and the fact that I've barely played Double Dragon 1 and I don't like Double Dragon 3, I'm good. I'm good on the Double Dragon front. Um, Dr. Mario. Doc, please, Chris, <laughs> shut me up for a minute. <laughs> so I think I actually played this as a, uh, let's see, it was combined with Tetris. Mm-hmm, that's a Super on Nintendo. On the Super Nintendo, like yeah. Tetris but and it was, Mario. It's just a remake of it, yeah. And it's been in a couple other things, uh, but it's a Tetris-like game but instead of the normal tetris blocks you have these pills you have to match 
um, to get rid of the viruses that are on the screen. Uh, and it's the whole color matching system, you know, whatnot. Uh, so it was, it was a fun little game. Yeah. To be specific, when he says match up the the medicines, that they're little they're little pills, and they're yeah. split they're split in half, and the halves will be different colors. There was mm-hmm. red, yellow, and blue. So. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, red, yellow, and blue because the three little yes. pictured, yeah, and you had to match up four of those colors, you know, in a Tetris style to make the those shapes go to make those colors go away. And you know, you get a fucking red and yellow pill, you get a blue blue pill, you get a blue and red pill, etc., etc., etc. So it has a very, it's a, a new, a different spin on back in the day, mind you, was a new spin on the Tetris uh, style gameplay. I love Dr. Mario, and specifically that game, which we're not talking about yet, uh, the Tetris and Dr. Mario, bro, I think I've played that more than I've ever played Tetris or Dr. <laughs> Mario by themselves. Uh, it's just an upgraded graphics version of those two games, and I, I loved... I'm going to shut up after this, I promise. I loved <laughs> how, it, with Tetris and Dr. Mario, how it was me and you could play, but... If I, I could play Tetris and you could play Dr. Mario, and then when I would beat level one, it would switch to Dr. Mario. I love that. Like, I love you could play the different games and it would, they would flip flop back and forth. But anyway, that's it for that. Uh, Dragon Quest four. Unfortunately, I've only played Dragon, uh, Dragon Quest one and two. I played one when it was called Dragon Warrior. I beat it all the way through a couple times as a kid. I played maybe a third of the way through number two and didn't, it's, I don't think it was a lost interest. I think it was either one, I was in a situation where I had borrowed it from somebody and they needed it back or I got sucked up playing another game and it just got lost to the wind. I've never played three and I've never played four, but this series is not is it's not unknown. I mean, yeah. this is this is an Enix series right here. And the, what are they up to now? The ninth Dragon Quest by now? Uh, further, I think. Yeah, this uh, this from what I'm from what I'm gathering from old school RPG series, the top three is you've got Final Fantasy. And you've got Dragon Quest, and you've got the Shin Megami Tensei. That's like the the top three. Dragon Quest is one of them. They've had several sequels. They all, all focus on that old school, uh, you know, fighters, mages, magicians, dragons, all that. Unlike Final Fantasy, that around seven kind of started to sway away from that. Dragon Quest has predominantly always been about that old school style. That, you know, again, dragons yes. and warriors and save the princess style stuff. So, if for whatever reason Final Fantasy turned you off around like maybe 8, 9, 13, for God's sakes, <laughs> you, did, you don't like that style, you can go check out some later titles from Dragon Quest because they've never veered away from that. Dragon's Lair, I've known all about Dragon's Lair, Chris, but I don't think I've ever played it. Not even in the arcade. Uh, no. Yeah, I I know what I I get it, but I've I've never played it. I respect it for what it is, but yeah, never never played it. 
DuckTales, the quest for gold. Yeah, this gold? isn't one of the yeah. lighter ones. It's not one of the ones that we know of, so right. it sucks. <laughs> mm, I don't see any E's. Nope. Like, like I know what E-SWAT is. Wasn't E-SWAT a cartoon? No, uh, no, I guess it's just a game. Yeah. Uh, for so, I, I, yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's just a just a, a Genesis game. F Zero for the Super Nintendo. You'll notice I'm going to be saying that a lot. Super Nintendo was out around this time. Yeah. Uh, oh man, Chris, you ever played F Zero? I have not. Okay. Uh, I don't like racing games. I've said this before. F Zero is one of those games that I do like. F Zero is my hypocrite game, just like Mario Kart <laughs> kind of technically is racing, and it's another hypocrite hypocrite game of mine. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. What drew me into F Zero was the fantastic nature of it. You know, it's kind of set in the future. Uh, mm. uh, really quick tangent: if you've never seen Red Line, Chris, you need to watch that anime. That's a very good anime. And if you ever want to get a a new style anime sense of what F Zero was, that's basically what it is. It's Red Line. It's Again, it's set in the future. They have fucking hovercraft style, uh, machines that fly around in a racing, uh, situation. You have, uh, they're, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much assuming that they're all fucking aliens and that pilot them. Uh, you have racetracks that are, you have, your, your, your racer can actually take damage. Your car, your vehicle can take damage. And you have different sections of the track you can actually pull over as you're racing, and you can heal yourself back up. There's big ass jumps with that has like mode seven graphics of the world underneath you. Great music. I do enjoy F Zero. Now I have played future uh, copies of it, but I'm trying my best not to talk about future titles. Uh, as a whole, I liked F-Zero. I don't know if I ever beat it all the way through. I'm pretty sure I made it several, several, uh, tracks into that game. But it's one of those few, few racing games that, that I actually did enjoy. Uh, Final Fantasy 3. I'm gonna say that, of course, this is the actual Final Fantasy 3 and not, right. uh, not Final Fantasy 6, which I have not played. I do I do own the Final Fantasy 3 remake. I have it on Steam. It's the mm-hmm. 3D version that's been out for fucking ever. I think that thing was released on like the DS ages ago. But I haven't played it yet. I will someday and, you know, I'll talk about it then. Yeah, I'm also working on it. Right. Oh, you're actually playing through it right now? Not not at the moment, but I have a save file where I'm uh, like 30 hours in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Legend 2, this is, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Final Fantasy Legends games were, are those the ones that were kind of like Secret of Mana? Um, or, handheld in second game of the Saga series? Okay, never mind, I'm, I'm just totally fucking yeah. retarded. Uh, I've played a couple Final Fantasy Legends, I do remember Jughead playing Final Fantasy Legends games a lot, but I never owned them. I never played them. I think I played through a, I think I may have played through the first Final Fantasy Legend or maybe it was Adventure. I can't fucking remember, man. Cause it was a long time ago and I 
I massacred that game. I blew through that game at lightning speed, and I don't remember much about it. So, unfortunately, I can't really talk about it. Yeah, there's a Fire Emblem game. I never played it, but I imagine this is one of the first ones, and that's certainly a long-time series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say I said earlier that there was a there was a trilogy. I, I misspoke. I don't think Shin Megami, Megami Tensei was out at this point. It actually was on the list earlier in the D's. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, Dark Digital Devil Story. Uh, Digital Megami Devils. Tensei. Yep, yep. Okay, so then maybe, well, then we'll just say maybe there's a, uh, 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 a quadrilogy because, yeah, Fire Emblem, dude, again, this is another fucking series that I know dick about. I was mm-hmm. only, I only ever heard of Fire Emblem whenever, uh, Marth and what's his name was in fucking Super Smash Bros. Same. Melee, I guess. Yes. So, yeah. This apparently has a whole Fire Emblem as a series that has a shit ton of games, and I haven't yeah. played a single one of them. I it's, have uh, the latest two because they come out in pairs, I guess. Uh, um, oh, I have, okay. and there were there were minor differences, not uh-huh. it, not unlike the Pokemon, you know, different things. Uh, yeah. I haven't finished it. I haven't actually put a lot of time in it. But, yeah, I've at least touched it <laughs> at this point. Chris, I want to toss out a well, actually, okay. in, this, in this very episode. And I don't want you to panic, Chris, because this is, this is also an addition of something I forgot to talk about. I have started watching ADGQ videos, finally. Okay, I have cool. I have all of the ones that I want. Uh, I actually, I've spent, I think the, the fucking intro episode alone is like 20-something minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, they have a lot of corny stuff, okay, folks. That if you if you've never watched a GDQ event ever, you're gonna see some corn, you're gonna see some cheese. It's got some little little haha. It's not really, yeah. but I'm telling you, I I love and respect GDQ with the same mentality that I love and respect the Game Awards. It might not be the best thing in the world. It might not just appeal to everybody. But I love the heart of what they're doing. Right. You got it's a fucking charity event where they're donating all of their proceeds to something. Yeah. Well, you know they take a percentage of that. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a charity event, and it's ran by gamers yeah. for gamers to come in and just fucking speed run and have a good time, and hopefully maybe they'll get lucky and break a world record or two. They get you, they get to play games for you and entertain you and name a fucking game you like. They probably did a speed run for it and the speed run will blow your fucking mind. Oh yes. You th- you thought beating Super Metroid in an hour and 30 minutes was good. Watch somebody murder the fucking game in 36 minutes. <laughs> Watch them make you look like a fucking retard. They will they will take this game and open it up for you. So yeah, I, I, I love GDQ, I respect GDQ, and I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm in the process of watching it now, so I wanted to, I wanted to go ahead and uh, preemptively add that in before next episode comes out. Alright. Moving on through the list of 1990, we are still in the Fs, and I don't, I mean, there's a football champ and football manager, but I don't watch them and don't play them, so... Nope. I don't know. Into the G's we go. I didn't mean to rhyme, but I do it all the time. God damn, I'm not doing this on purpose. 
I don't own a porpoise. No, I'm, okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I was waiting to see where you're going with that. <laughs> we have Gauntlet. There's the third encounter. I, you know, the early style Gauntlets. I don't know, man. I played Gauntlet like one, and I think I maybe have played Gauntlet two. But after yeah, that, that, was I on Atari. Play, right. Uh, I didn't play a Gauntlet until Gauntlet like Legacy or whichever the 3D arcade version was. So. Right. Not a lot I can talk about on that avenue. Golden Axe Warrior. I mean, I know me and you play some Golden Axes, but I don't. No. I, I don't think this is the one that we played. No. Um, that was on Sega, actually. Yeah, it was. We have, and again, I'm not saying that we played all these. It's just funny mentioning these names, like Gremlins Two: The New Batch, mm-hmm. the video game. Again, a movie got made into a game. I've heard the name Gunak, but I've never played it. Um, and the H's, the H's are just done for me. The Hunt for Red October got a video game. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Uh, the eyes as well. Okay, well, maybe I'm just a fucking liar then. Maybe, maybe <laughs> 1990 wasn't the first. Maybe it was two. I can tell you now, three is definitely up there, but. We're not in 1993 right now. We're in 1990, and I'm trying my best to pick some out that I know I've played. Uh, King's Quest. I've actually only ever, I've only just started getting into King's Quest, and it's only because there is a remade version of King's Quest that's uh, being released in seasons, like chapters, so to speak. I've watched, uh, I believe it was. I believe it was Game Grumps. I watched them play the first season, and I it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. But I personally have never played a single played a single King's Quest. I wish I could tell you about it. And with that being said, the K's are done for me too. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm get I'm getting nervous, Chris. But oh no, Little Nemo, the Dream Master, comes in and saves the day. Chris, have you ever played this game? No, and it's not this about is, a fish. No, it's not. This is Little Nemo, the Dream Master. Now, this this was a film. I, I want to say that it was like an anime, and the anime came first. Yes. I'm it's sure based on an animated film, so I guess it's a movie. Right. So not so it's not just American movies that are getting these uh, movie-to-game releases. They're, there's fucking anime, cartoon-style ones in an old other country that are getting this treatment. This was also developed by Capcom, so it falls right into that, you know, taking something that's 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 a cartoony and cool and making it into a video game. And it's if it was done by Capcom, tended to be pretty good. Four out of five of these of these style games were really really good. That's fair. The idea for Little Nemo the Dream Master is he would go to sleep. And when he was asleep, he had his imagination went wild. He got to go to a different world and got to travel around and do cool stuff. Kind of, kind of the idea of uh, uh, where the wild things are, I guess. But, yeah, kind of like that. The gameplay revolved around him being able to change into different monsters. Like, he could, it was so fucking adorable. He would, like, throw candy at things, and if the candy landed on him, he would then transform into what he threw them at. 
<laughs> he like there was like a frog that would that would go. So you would have like water areas, and Nemo. I don't. I can't remember if Nemo himself could swim, but it it might have been like if he went to swim, he just sucked at it. But he could throw a candy at a frog, and then he would basically turn into that frog, and then it would be easier to swim. Stuff like that. Uh, a lot of platforms. I'm pretty sure I remember kind of Metroidvania-ish, where it was, you know, you would see a lock, you had to go find where the key was in the level. Pretty good boss fights, very good music, memorable levels, very colorful, very, uh, very out there imagination style as far as the visuals. I liked it, had a good time with it. Uh, fun personal fact about me, to this day, I still use the term slumberland. When I'm talking about going to sleep, half, <laughs> half the people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. The other half go, okay, he said slumber, so I'm assuming he means sleep. Okay, right. cool. But I'll literally tell people, like, yeah, I'm heading off to Slumberland, and this is where I get it from. It's a cute game <laughs> from my childhood. I remember it to this day. And, yeah. Uh, Lost Souls. Okay, that's not a, calm down, me. That's not a Dark Souls reference at all. So. <laughs> Don't get excited. Okay. Low G Man. The Low Gravity Man. I'm going to go on a limb and say you've never played this game. No. Okay. This is a platforming... Ah, good Lord. I want to say it's a platforming shoot 'em up But the kick to this game is he can jump really high. Like, he's... This is basically Moon Jump the game. I've only ever got to play this like at other people's houses. I want to say I I got to play it with Jughead once or twice, maybe. But this definitely has a it puts a spin on the platforming aspect of the game. I remember there being something about either he has something attached to his feet or he himself can just jump really high, one of the two. I mean the title's Low Gravity Man, so I wish I could say more about it. I just remember it being a cool idea. And if, if you know, 10, 11-year-old me says, man, this is a cool spin on platforming, it, 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 was, worth, it was worth checking out. I don't know why my nose has stopped up. I'm sorry if I keep sneezing or breathing into the mic. and I'm not, I'm not sick, but I sound like I am. It's crazy. Uh, moving to the M's. I'm already running down the M's, man. I'm not seeing much. And then I get to Mega Man 3. Yep, I was waiting on it. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. So Mega Man 3. Okay, it's a Mega Man game. We're gonna Buckle in, folks. We're going to be here for about 20 <laughs> minutes. No, again. Uh, this is the third installment of the Mega Man. Uh, a full disclosure, disclaimer. Everybody gushes about Mega Man 2. And I'm not trying to be one of those people that say, oh, because everybody <laughs> loves it, I hate it. That's not the case for me. I sure. I played, fuck you, Chris, <laughs> I played Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 almost back-to-back, -back, literally around the same time frame. I think it was a scenario where I had, there was a rental store that my grandmother took me to, and I rented Mega Man 2, played it. I can't remember if it was either I beat it, or the rental time was up. I took it back and was able to rent Mega Man 3 and played Mega Man 3. And again, I don't remember if, I think I was in like a succession of like renting games back to back to back. 
I like Mega Man 3 more than Mega Man 4. Specifically, I like, like, Sparkman is my favorite. Everybody talks about Airman from, uh, from Mega Man 2. I love Sparkman from Mega Man 3. I like his design. I like how big he is in comparison to Mega Man. I like the, the music in Mega Man 3. For me, it rivals Mega Man 2 all the way. There is a, uh, I need a, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm usually lazy about saying I'm gonna find a link, but <laughs> there is a there is a remix of one of the Mega Man 3's Wiley's themes. It is it is a guitar. It's a it's a. I sound like a fucking country. It's a guitar. <laughs> it's a it's a remix, but it's done on a guitar, and it's fucking oh, it's so good. It's something like the the. I have to look this up while I'm talking about it. The 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 king's crown or something. It's a anyway. I, 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 you see how far I can't. I haven't talked about the game yet. I'm talking about <laughs> fucking remixes of a of a of a music title. Mega Man Three, Crown Wily Remix. I, I'm looking this up because I I'm, I've just, I know I'm gonna forget the passing of the blue crown. A Mega Man Three OC Remix. That is one of my favorite OC remixes of all fucking time. That that track makes hairs on my arms stand up. I love that track. It's just it it's just another staple for me that Mega Man 3 was great. I loved Mega Man 3. Uh some additions it had, it was the first Mega Man to have uh Rush. So Rush was in the picture. You had a a fucking dog that lets you that transformed and let you have more access accessibility and maneuverability, movement abilities in levels. Same shit new day with Mega Man 3. You have eight bosses. Uh there was a preferred order because that the last boss because one boss's weapon that you would get would do a lot of damage to another boss to make that fight easier, but of course all the pros would play it and never use weapons at all. That's another reference to GDQ because GDQ uh-huh. has a lot of uh, no power up runs, so they'll it's it's a Buster run basically, which means they go through the game and use nothing but their Buster unless they had to use something for maneuverability. Uh, it's 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 just Mega Man again. Like, unf- there's gonna be less and less I'm gonna be able to say about these aside from the additions that the the changes you can see a progression of uh of additions and changes throughout the Mega Man's, but the core of the game, especially from two on, remains the same. Eight bosses, kill the eight bosses, go through the levels, through the next levels, beat the beat the higher up bosses, fight all the eight bosses again, fight Wily, save the day. If that sounds monotonous and boring to you, I can totally understand. It's a lot. It's the same shit with a different face paint. For me, for whatever reason, Mega Man has always been primary. I love that about Mega Man. I love that I can pick up Mega Man 1 through 10 and get that same shit. Uh, I don't know why, because not every game does that for me. Some games are like, it's the same thing. I don't want to do this again. But Mega Man just, it's my favorite, so... I love Mega Man 3. I I personally pick Mega Man 3 over Mega Man 2. Totally respect Mega Man 2 for what it is, but I like Mega Man 3. Good time in my life when I got to play Mega Man 3. Mm, any other M's that you see, Chris, that come to mind? Like so we've got uh, Minesweeper and Solitaire. 
You just went completely yeah, silent. Yeah, I was taking a swallow of a drink. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. I was like, it, did did I say no, no, bad I things? Talking, uh, but, I think I was saying I was saying while I quenched my thirst while you were saying something about those okay. two games. So I was like, <laughs> I hope you heard that because I'm totally taking a big swallow of this drink. <laughs> All right, but yeah, Minesweeper and Solitaire, and I totally played at nine ninety. But shortly after, because I believe. Based on, you know, what I could remember and what about the computer, I got my first computer in 91. So it was, you know, Windows 3.1 and it had, uh, pretty sure both of them because they were released on 3.0, um, Solitaire and Minesweeper and not so much Minesweeper until later years. I didn't really care for, um, partly because I didn't understand it. You know, solitaire is a lot easier to understand. Okay, put the cards in order. Simple enough. Uh, yeah, so classics. I don't think we need to explain what either of those are. Uh, Minesweeper, you find mines and have to figure out where they are. Uh-huh. Okay, self-explanatory. Yeah. Solitaire is solitaire. You know, if you don't know what that is, I'm a little confused, wondering what you've been doing with your life. Um, but yeah, it's a card game. <laughs> yeah, it's... If you if you have ever had a computer in your life, well, you know maybe maybe that's not so much today. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't, I haven't looked in the games section of my computer in a long time. I don't know if Solitaire they're oh, still really. there. Well, well, yeah. yes, you may. I'm I'm assuming that you. They even have achievements now. Jesus, and I have uh. Okay, I didn't do the Sudoku one, or I did Sudoku, not Solitaire and Minesweeper. I did a couple of Minesweeper ones. They have like adventure modes and all these other things you can do now. Yeah, I totally did it for achievements at one point. Yeah, this is this is guys, this is kind of the starting point for a lot of people's a lot of casuals, so to speak. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just if there was a computer around, there was Solitaire and or Minesweeper. And yes. it's just everybody played it. It was the it was a go to game. It was a very easily accessible. I mean, come on, it's fucking solitaire. Number one, one of them was solitaire, which it's a fucking that's a card game. Who doesn't know how to play solitaire? And the other one was mm-hmm. Minesweeper. It's like, whoa, what is that? And you start playing it. It's very easy, very addicting, and there you go. It's hey, I would argue with the being easy, you know, unless you're playing on super easy. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it is easier once you realize how it actually works and what the numbers mean, mm-hmm. and you're not just randomly guessing like I did as a kid, <laughs> which is what um, everybody does until yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know until a couple of years ago and how to actually play, and that was only because I saw someone actually streaming uh, Minesweeper while they were waiting on something to load or something, uh-huh. and they were talking about what they were doing, and I'm like, oh, oh. well, don't I feel like an idiot now? <laughs> You should have been reading. You should have been reading the fucking player's guide, Chris. Come on, man. Yeah. Right. Uh. Mm, I don't see any other M's here that come to mind. Uh, no, but of course there was a Mission Impossible game. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Got a <laughs> got a video game. Moving on to the ends, I see a Nightmare on Elm Street. Got a video game. I yep. never played this. I think I. I think this was one of the first earlier uh, angry video game nerd videos I ever watched. So I heard him talk a lot about it, and I was like, "Man, I'm good thing I didn't play this fucking garbage." 
<laughs> Ninja Gaiden 2, The Dark Sword of Chaos. Chris, have you played Ninja Gaiden 2? I <laughs> probably have touched it, but that's about it. I this is another uh Jughead game that I remember. And this was also an inspiration for me uh from Jughead for making video game movies. There was a time in my life where I would take a VCR and I would record sections of video games and make them into movies. Uh one that what comes a nerd. To, I know, right? One that comes <laughs> to mind because it was super fucking easy to do was the original Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid was one of the first games that I can recall that had a mode in it to where when you beat the game, they gave you a mode, basically an option to say, hey, do you want to just watch all the story scenes in a row? Click yes, and for three and a half hours, the game just goes. It just plays every fucking movie and cutscene back to back to back to back. Uh, and I did that. I had a, I had, I made a, Final Fantasy VII movie. I made a Metal Gear Solid movie. I made a couple other games. I just those two come to mind. The, the idea for this came from Jughead and Ninja Gaiden Two. For those that don't know, Ninja Gaiden is a side-scrolling slasher-style game, action game. Uh, you go left to right, you kill enemies, or right to left. Uh, you get, you get magical type power ups. You, you, you get shurikens you can throw. You get scrolls that give you, uh, it may, lets you shoot like fire, uh, rings of fire at people. Uh, very good game. Very fucking challenging. Very, this is, this is up in the levels of Contra where it's just, it's known for being extremely difficult. Has some cool effects in Ninja Gaiden 2. I don't know if they were in 1, but I know in 2 they had a snow level to where there, there was snow that was falling. It was like a blizzard, and the snow was actually pushing you in a direction at certain at certain times, certain intervals, so to speak. A very cool level design. Another staple of Ninja Gaiden games where in between levels there would be little cutscenes. Now, these cutscenes were very fucking cool because these were eight. this was an 8-bit console. And they were using sprite-based imagery, you know, through via moving different sprites at different times to make it a 3D sort of look. It gave like scope of, it gave depth of field to these cutscenes. Uh, for 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 a, an NES game, really, really, it was revolutionary in my eyes. And I remember Jughead having a having a VHS tape. That was basically Ninja Gaiden to the game. I may, I may be misspoking. I may be misspeaking for him. He may have had all three because there was Ninja Gaiden one, two, and three. I don't know, but I do remember both watching him play Ninja Gaiden two. I remember playing Ninja Gaiden two at his place and being like, "This game's fucking hard." And I remember him having a tape and wa- basically watching Ninja Gaiden two the movie. Couldn't t- couldn't tell you a thing about it to this day because I was a kid and I for- I completely forgot all the shit about it, but. That was a cool thing that I'd never seen up to that point was cut scenes in a in a Nintendo game where it basically played out a movie, a story. <coughs> so sorry. So fond memories for me. Fond memories. Nintendo World Championships, this uh this is a big to do in ABGN as well. I I never even heard of this before of a of an actual championship where People came to compete 
in, with in Nintendo games. I I knew about the Wizard, and I knew about Mario Three being announced through that movie, but I never knew. I wasn't. Apparently, it was up in Nintendo Powers, and I just never read them, or I just completely glazed over this fact. But yeah, there were mm-hmm. they were fucking in there were tournaments where people would come play Nintendo games and get scores and compete, and there was a championship. So cool. Moving into the P's because I don't see any O's. Uh, I think I think the thing is, Chris. I think the Famicom came out in 1990. And I don't think Super Nintendo officially came out to the 1981. That might be the issue. It's it. I don't want to research it right now because uh, I'm too damn lazy. But <laughs> as I go down the list, Chris, there's another Fantasy Star. I see Fantasy Star Three Generations of Doom. Uh, sadly, I think Fantasy Star was about the only RPG series worth a damn. Uh, is that, that's a Sega Genesis, but was it Sega CD? I, because the cover looks very familiar, but no, the one I talked about before was a disc, I think, am I I wrong? I think. I think Fantasy Star 3 was, it was only Mega Drive and Genesis. Pretty sure. Maybe I was wrong about what system it was on. Hmm. Well, I mean, they, they kept going. So, who knows? Maybe it was, yeah. maybe it was 4. Maybe. It's just, the, the box art looks very, very familiar. Yeah. That's all. It does to me too, but I've never played one. That's crazy. It, that'd be one that Andy had. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but the uh, it, the only thing that I can really say about Fantasy Star was that that was basically the only RPG home for the Sega Genesis. They just there just weren't a lot. I'm sh- it, and I t- I'll, I'll, I'll I'll say this: if there were other RPGs on the Sega Genesis, they just weren't well known. I mean, there's lots of RPG series on the Super Nintendo, but Genesis just didn't have that many. Yeah. And I never played any of the Fantasy Stars except for Fantasy Star Online. This is not Fantasy Star Online, so I shall nope. move on. Pilot Wings. This was a launch title for Super Nintendo, I believe. I have never played a Pilot Wings. I've never played Pilot Wings. Never played Pilot Wings 64. I never played any of their remakes for later consoles. This is not a slight against the titles because apparently they are very fun, and I don't doubt that they're fun because it is a it is a Nintendo property. But I never played them. All I can do is respect them from a distance. I've heard lots of good stories about the fun in the games, but I've just never played them. Pit Fighter. I want to say this is one that Andy had. I I seem uh, seem me see. to remember Pit Fighter, but I rarely played it. I think I was kind of censored. That's Atari. I'm pretty. Oh wait, no, it had other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty Sega sure Sega as well, so maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I think either either I was censored away from playing this because it was a violent kind of game, but I <laughs> I distinctly remember Andy having this one because I remember the name Pit Fighter. Uh, Popeye got a video game. Predator Two, the movie, got a video game. Uh, puzzled cues. I'm all the way in the R's, Chris's. I'm all the way into the R's, Chris. Apparently, there's two of you. <laughs> Riding the video game. I uh, yep. I think Andy had one of these. 
Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, this this one this is the arcade one. Yeah. Uh and was on Atari too. Whoa. <laughs> Raiden is a shoot 'em up series. Uh usually they were classified in two ways, either a side scrolling shoot 'em up or a vertical shoot 'em up. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely remember I think I think he may have had like a PlayStation version of Raiden. Or, I think so, yeah. It was either that or was it, it it had to be either a Genesis version or a PlayStation version. I want to say it was a PlayStation version. Yes, yes. I've, PlayStation. I've played Raiden on other platforms. I mean, it's predominantly was an arcade game and it initially was an arcade game. Let me double check that before I get corrected. I did. no, that is. I'm looking at. I was looking at the thing. That's why I said it was. Gotcha. Okay. Arcade. But I, yeah, I remember. And uh, they've had several trilogies. I've, uh, several trilogies. Several iterations <laughs> in the series. I mean, I think Raiden's up to the Raiden 27 by now. Who knows? It, it's pretty ridiculous. Right. The the thing that initially attracted to me to Raiden, uh, well, of course, the graphics. I I love graphics and shoot 'em ups, especially from the 16 bit era on up. But the the different power ups that you get in shmups is always attractive to me as well. Uh, in in uh, Gradius, you get different options. The options are actually little little uh, pellets pellets shaped things that float around your vehicle or your your spaceship, and they can actually have different properties. Like they will shoot ripples out instead of bullets, or they'll shoot missiles out, or they'll shoot behind them and in front of them, stuff like that. And uh, a game that me and Chris know well, Biohazard Battle, you had uh, different power-ups that gave your your one option that had, that always floated around you. It could shoot out uh, basically in a eight directions. You had one that shot out these rings. You had one that I know, damn it, shot out a heat-seeking <laughs> laser, which was pretty cool. The thing that I remember from Raiden, what what made me go, oh fuck yeah, was there was also a heat seeking laser in Raiden, but this one would lock on to an enemy and one it was basically like a whip. You would shoot this thing out and it would go in a straight line in front of you. It also had different levels. So if you had it initially it was a little thin laser. If you upgraded it, it got a little wider. And you upgraded it again and it got a little wider. It would get to a point where it was almost the same width, if not wider, than your ship. And so if you shot this laser out, it would go all the way vertically across the screen. The minute that an enemy shows up on the screen, it would it would zip over and it would start shooting. It would attach to the enemy. But it would also attach to other enemies around it if it could, geometrically speaking. So it could attach to... it could. It would basically make like loops and fi- like a silly straw. It would basically look like that, <laughs> but it would be attacking like six, seven enemies at one time, and also more if you're if it was wider. I love that power up. I remember that of of any of those power ups and riding to this day. Uh, and it's a it's a shmup. I have a I have a soft spot in my heart for shmups. I love them. I love the graphics. I love the music. I love the difficulty. Believe it or not, so riding riding is also up there. It's a one of my earliest, one of my earliest known uh, vertical shooters, vertical shmups. Yeah. I don't see any other R's unless you do, Chris. 
Uh, no. Moving into the S's, Secret of Monkey Island. That is a, uh, that's an actual adventure game. It's like a point-and-click adventure game. Yeah, point-and-click. It's, uh, for being a Tim Schafer game. I have never played Monkey Island. I know, I know, I'm getting more shit thrown in my head now. But I respect it for what it is. I just unfortunately have have never played it. Mm. I'm making sounds with my mouth as as I as I as I slowly <laughs> sink into my come on man, you ain't got no games, bro. I mean not until we get to uh Super Mario World. Yep. Skater Die Two I've played a few times because I love Skater Die, but I, I played Skater Die way, way more than I ever played the second one. Snake's Revenge, there's a title in the Metal Gear Solid series, or the Metal Gear series, sorry. Never played it, though. I've heard bad things about it. Sonic Blast Man, I've always wanted to play that game, but I always wanted to play, I believe it was the uh, Super Nintendo version. This is, a, this is an arcade thing, so no, I never played it. Uh, looks like both. You know, if they do like a drinking game for every time that we say we've never played it, good God. <laughs> wow. Oh, here's one. Here's a pretty good one. Star Tropics. Uh, Chris? Uh, no. Gotcha. This also, no. this also is a, uh, is a Jughead related game. I remember him playing Star Tropics. This was a Nintendo game, uh, top down adventure, RPG, action, action as well. You had different weapons you would use. I don't want to go into them for fear I'm going to get them wrong. I think there was a yo-yo. I think there was a boomerang. I think there was a baseball bat. But I could totally be mixing, mixing it up with, uh, Goonies too. So I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I have never played it myself. I've always wanted to. This is another one of those games that you know, my older cousin had, and I watched him play, and I wanted to play it, but never got to. And by the time in my life where it became available for me to play it, I had kind of moved on from the S, from the NES era, so this one got lost to the history books for me. I have memories, just unfortunately none of me playing it. Strider 2, sequel to the first Strider game, if... Ugh, I don't even, this doesn't even look that's the same game. Good God, it doesn't look like Strider game at all. I haven't played that one. I have I have a Strider 2 for Steam. I believe it's Strider 2. Let me double check. Nope, it's just Strider. Okay, well, it's just a 3D remake of the first Strider, so I can't talk about Strider 2 at all. Super Mario World. Well, please take it away, Chris. <laughs> oh boy! Um, so I know Super I'm, Mario I'm giving you the tough ones, ain't I? Yeah, it, it's a Mario game. All right. Um, so Super Mario World was the first one to have Yoshi. Uh, for those that don't know what Mario is, it's a side-scrolling platforming game. Just in case you were wondering, you know, live under a rock. Um, yeah, this was the first one to have Yoshi. This was. Was this the this was the first one on SNES? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to actually look up and see if it was released with it. 
but I don't see anything that says that. Um, um, yeah, it was a launch title. It was a pack. It, it was a launch title, but was it released? You know, actually like bundled. Is yeah, what I it meant. was a bundling title. Okay. Yeah, it's also the uh, best-selling game on SNES. Mm, I don't doubt it. Uh, let's see. What else is different about World? I don't know. Is, is this the one we said had the first uh, Overworld map, or was that a different one? That was, uh, that was Mario that 3. That was 3, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What else is different about World? Um... We're not doing it justice by trying to th- by trying to think of what was different. Yeah, uh, I mean, but it's 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 hard to talk about Mario games over and over because they're Mario, right? You know, until you get to some of the offshoots mm-hmm. and the later games, they're really similar, right? And um, how they play. This was so. This was this was a Super Nintendo game. So the last Mario game that you had was, well, I mean, aside from the Game Boy games, you had Mario mm-hmm. 3, which was an upgrade from 2 as far as graphics, music, which was an upgrade from 1, etc., etc. This was a console generation leap. This was yeah. this was Nintendo showing off 16-bit graphics, showing off their new sound card, which meant better music. So you had better graphics, better music. It had a whole new character, a whole new style of playing with a character because you had uh, Yoshi who you could jump on the back of, gave you faster speed, more mobility. You had new power-ups like a feather that would let you fly with a cape. So in Mario 3, you would have the uh, you'd have the, the raccoon tails, so it would you had to charge up and you'd fly in the air and you basically kind of got you, you did like an arc. You'd fly up and fly up until either your meter ran out or until you hit a wall, and then you would float back down. You basically made a big hill. And in Super Mario World, the cape would let you fly up in the air, and then you could control your descent. You would you could you could you could pull back on the stick, and he would slowly descend. Yeah, stuff. he would dip and you'd be like, oh, I'll go back up and he'd dip and you pull him back up and up and down and up and down. It, it, it made for longer it made for a longer both time and length of uh, your descent. Uh, Yoshi would have the Yoshi not only had the ability to uh, add, a, add more mobility for you but he could eat certain enemies mainly the uh, Koopas and they would let him have different power-ups. He had one that would let him stomp the ground really hard. He had one that would shoot out uh, fireballs, one that would let him fly, etc., etc. Um, Branching paths. I think Mario 3 kind of touched on that anyway, but it was definitely prominent here. There were secret paths, which Mario 3 also had, but they were they were just elevated here as well. Something this game was known for. It's, it just took it, it took a lot of what you loved about Mario Three and brought it to the next level, mainly because it was, it was on a console. So again, just the the generational gap you could see not only from the the hardware but from the console. I mean the, the games themselves. Very fun. Very it. I, I, Mario holds up to this day. Mario World holds up to this day. So. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're beating a dead horse eventually when you get to Mario. So yeah, you know what? I'm 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 actually wrong. You know what, Chris? You were right. I'm wrong. You you actually should talk about the differences in Mario because the upgrades and the changes are what make Mario throughout the years. You know. Mm-hmm. And I I do agree with what you said though that you know just describing the differences doesn't necessarily do it justice mm-hmm. because it has its own. It's a good game in its own right. You know, aside from just the you know, visual upgrades and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. You're going back to a lot of familiarity when you go back to Mario, but it's, it's, yes. there is a core fun aspect to every Mario game that that's, that's the main thing that you're really going back to. That's, they're all, they, mostly 90% fun, always fun. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Mario's missing. Uh,. <laughs> Don't see any other S's, unfortunately. No. Just to let you know, unless there's something I completely glossed over, I'm done on the list. Okay. <laughs> I Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Fall of the Foot Clan. That was, that was a Game a Boy Game Boy game. I never played that one. Somebody's drinking again. <laughs> Tetris Two came out this year. I what was this on? This was on something else. Uh, it was a Soviet game. I can't, I can't fucking tell. Thunder Force 3. This is a Sega Genesis game. I think I've, did this, I think this also came to the Super Nintendo. I've played this, but I only play it for the Super Nintendo, so this year doesn't count. I do like Thunder Force. It's also, a, <laughs> it's also a shoot 'em up. Very good game. Didn't play the Genesis version, though. Um, Turrican. I've heard of t- Super Turrican, but I never played Turrican. You Ultima. Oh boy! As a whole, now that this, this kind of blows my mind. This this is 1990. They're already up to Ultima six. So yeah, this is a this is a fucking vested series right here. But I have never played an Ultima game at all, so can't talk about any of them. I don't see any V's. Good God, there are a shit ton of W's here. WCW Wrestling, which one are you? You're, I've never played you. I've played some wrestling games for the Nintendo, but not that one. Wizards and Warriors, nope. And nope, WrestleMania Challenge. Is this maybe a Nintendo game I've played? I think this is the one. Yeah, I played. Man, this is a which one? Uh, WWF WrestleMania Challenge. This okay. this again is another one of those weird games where I played at a friend's house. Yeah, uh, it looks familiar, but I don't know if I played it or not. I was. The, I I, I want to think of a fret. Yeah, I'm looking at screenshots of this. I definitely played this one. But I mean, it's a wrestling game. It's. Nintendo. It's not very nondescript. They did the best they could on the Nintendo. Uh, I was. I I, I want to figure out a word for I was into something, but I couldn't afford to be enough into it. Like I liked wrestling, but I didn't have a t at this at the time. I didn't have a TV in my room, and I don't even mm-hmm. think the TV that I did even get into my room even played wrestling. So. It was very, very rare for me to even get to watch wrestling. It was very hard for me to, to find a way, an opportunity for me to even watch it. When I did, I loved it. When I did, I enjoyed it and got into it. But 
This is also kind of like watching a soap opera. You know, you lose it for three months, and you're like, I don't yeah. know, I don't know what the fuck is even going on anymore. But I do remember playing this NES game. I remember having fun with it. It was just another one of those games that was at a friend's, a friend of my father's house, and I got to play it like two, three, four times when I was at that house, and that's all I got to play. I don't see. I remember Zenmorph. This is also a. Uh, the NES game is the one that I remember. These are, these are, oh wait, I'm thinking of Zenphobe. Ha! I got off the hook with that one, thank God. <laughs> X-Men 2, not the one that I remember. I remember X, X-Men 2, The Clone Wars for the Genesis, and this is not that game. Yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I said nope. Yeah. Yo Noid, I remember playing this one and renting this one. This is another Capcom game. This is another, hey, we're going to take a property and make a platformer out of it, and they did it good. I enjoyed Yo Noid, very difficult. I've only played that one a few times as well. Uh, platforming is a, is all I remember. Oh, and the fact that it was based off of fucking pizza mascots. So Yeah, <laughs> Domino's Pizza. Yep. And with that, the year for 1990 for the end of time cast has come to an end. Well, Chris, I guess I was a little wrong there. Uh, maybe in 92, I don't even want to cheat and look right now, but mm-hmm. maybe 91 and 92 will, will start picking up. Yeah. We're definitely getting there though. Oh, we're, we're seeing the Super Nintendo pop up, Super Mario World, you know, launch title. Mm-hmm. We're getting there yep. right on the edge. Yep. Because the Super Nintendo is, is, the Famicom is out this year, and I believe next year the Super Nintendo is coming out. And that's just, I'm telling you, that's where the renaissance starts. Some people would even say the renaissance ended with the Super Nintendo, but, you know, <laughs> that depends. What do you think? And what do you think? Do you think there was a renaissance for gaming? Is it over? Has it hit yet? Did it hit? When was it? Do you think it was in 1990 or 91? What do you think about the year 1990? What games came out that year that we did or did not talk about that you liked and you'd like to talk about? Trust me, you send an email at this point in time, it's probably going to get read. Maybe get it'll maybe maybe it's it'll get paraphrased if it's super long, but we we will definitely try in any capacity. We love to hear feedback from our fans. We're we're waiting to hear some feedback. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, tell us about 1990 that you remember. You can just pull up a wiki, a wiki article and just run through games and just tell us what you think. Were there any opinions that we had about games you didn't agree? Uh, did you drink every time that we said never played it and are you totally <laughs> drunk right now? Send us an email when you're drunk. We, we'll try to read it. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Uh, we have a Facebook page. It's probably how you found us here, which would be End of Time Cast. Just search that, or yeah, search the End of Time Cast on Facebook. It'll bring you to us. We have a email. You can email us at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny spelling or letters in there, uh, numbers. It's just as you heard it. We have a Twitter account. You can tweet us. There's ways to get a hold of us. There's ways to, to let us know what you like, don't like, what you do, don't want to talk about, what topics you like to discuss, anything from a previous episode you want to talk about. Trust me, if you reach out to us, we, we love to hear it. And that's going to do it for this episode. We have more episodes coming. Uh, me and Chris already have a lot of episodes already lined up. We have The, the topics are there, just fucking burning and ready 
for the day that we record. I promise you we got more content coming. But for now, that's going to do it for the End of Time cast. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. Good night, everybody.